Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. Across from me sits Nick. Hello. To my right sits Thomas. Howdy. For his second, his second go around on the show. Glad to be back. And in front of you, I am your host, as usual, Ben. And we've taken some precautions, uh, as you guys might know. <laughs> There's a little virus going around. Eh, no, it's just a flu, bro. <laughs> and no, it's not because we legalize gay marriage, okay? We've got inoculations for that. They found the gene. We can get rid of that. But. I wonder if anybody can actually understand you. I hope they can because I'm really struggling to keep consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> that pause was not for comedic effect. <laughs> If I can unscrew unscrew that piece and see it, let's see yeah, that's what I was saying. But then I'm breathing the same air you guys are. Right. So back to square one. You might as well go to CVS don't be such without a pussy. wearing that. You know? I might as well go don't to an old folks' home pussy. and cough on all the boomers. Okay. We got a boomer plague, y'all. It's the end of the world. So what do you guys think? Like we talked about last week, no joke. Like, oh, wh- when would you start to get worried about this? And then since we've last spoken, I've gone from. Vaguely worried to just straight up annoyed. Basically the same. <clears throat> People have annoyed me more than anything. It's- Dude, in this community, I've witnessed people behave better when they got a Cat 5 hurricane on their fucking doorstep. Dude. Well, like, it's and a Cat 5 hurricane is way scarier yeah, well, than, a, than this. You're mocking with that too. But <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, I've seen the stores more well stocked and, and, and people behaving better during like a real natural disaster emergency you know what yeah. i mean i mean wow fuck i mean you things know? have already gotten pretty bad last night i uh i had to eat over old toilet paper for dinner <laughs> and uh <laughs> and then i shot my neighbor when they knocked on the door because i thought they're trying to raid my stash but uh dude i, I will trade you <laughs> i'll trade like i'll trade food for toilet paper right now i didn't get any and i missed out on the whole thing really yeah no you know me, I'm stubborn. Fuck you guys. I'm not buying toilet paper because you were telling me I need to, because well, I'm everybody a, else is. I'm That's a prepper. My mom's a huge prepper, so I got I got toilet paper, I got everything. I'm good. Bro, I'll trade you this beer for for some toilet paper. I don't, I don't Barter think. is back Just in square, style. Man. Your Just cash is now worthless. <laughs> I don't have a square the to virus spare. is here. You know, it came too soon. I haven't even built my bunker yet. Like, I needed another though, 20 true. years before the disaster. It's hard to build bunkers here in Florida. It is. That's why I need with to move. Sea level. Yeah. Really, though, I mean, no, I'm into doomsday prepping. I mean, you know, I don't think it, not for shit like this, but, you know, like, uh, I, I started I, I started getting on like some email lists and like watching some YouTube channels of some doomsday prepper stuff. And a lot of those guys are kooks. Some of them are really cool and know what they're doing. But the best part is, is now I'm in the algorithms for the advertisements for Doomsday Pepper gear, bro. And some of that shit is so awesome. Yeah, like what? Dude, there is a company that will mail you. I think it's like it's 200 bucks. They'll mail you a box of dry food, MRE equivalent type of meals. Dude, they say they claim it'll feed a family of four for three months for $200. And it comes in a box. It's like... I don't know. It looks like maybe maybe two feet can, by two feet. I can show you what I have in my closet. Oh, man. Get off the air. Dude. And some of them, you know, like I've been looking at air scrubbers and, you know, uh, gun lockers and hidden compartment 
companies. There's like these independent contractors that'll come in. If you have like a staircase and you've got the money, they'll come in to your house and they'll build a fucking like a bat cave entrance lift on your staircase where it like fucking raises up and you can put a, like a false door behind it. Dude. That's cool yeah. shit. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's funny how all those And I'm not going to be able to afford any of it. Yeah, you start looking up, <laughs> yeah, you start looking up you know, how to stock dry food in your little pantry, and then you end up on the algorithm to get the mm-hmm. custom home modifications for fucking Batman. I'm going to attempt to take this off. You guys be No, let's watch you. Let's uh, zoom in. For it. Just switch to just your camera so uh, we can watch you uh, struggle the, uh, over there. It hurts so bad. You're going to be all red and sweaty. Uh, undo the straps. You got to undo the straps. At the Israeli engineering isn't treating you well, huh? And I and I can't remember because it's been so long. I learned it in boot camp, but there's a certain order you should tighten your straps that make it seal better. One side while you hold this side and then switch. Yeah. So you never put like the full force of it. It's been a while. There he is. There's your baby face. It's like it's being born. There he is. Coming out of a rubber vagina. Jeez Louise. Oh, man, Welcome I like back. it. It did, it did wonders for your hair, though. It looks great. Yeah. It looks nice. Amazing, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you got like a movie yeah. star thing it's going like you've on been there. in the chair for an hour, yeah. man. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at the, Yeah, look at you. Dude. This is, what, uh, this is what the apocalypse looks like. Wow, I can't Sexy. Wait looks yeah. fucking good. Yeah. What you gonna do? Yeah. We're all gonna lose some weight? Is that what you're saying? Now I just have to try and not move the entire time because this whole thing's <laughs> so like, like... I'm quite... Like, I can't really hear my voice in my microphone. Well, that's by design, Nick. Is it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Can't, uh... We always turn it down. Well, I can just hear everything for the first time now because, like, I couldn't hear anything there you in go. that thing. How, how are we doing now? Very good. I think... Yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah, but no, I'm just mostly annoyed by everybody fucking buying a bunch of silly shit. And I, I couldn't find any milk today, so I got no milk for my coffee in the morning. Wife is real mad about that. Not me, so not so much. I can drink coffee anyway, but yeah, if I have my Druthers, you know, it's a <laughs> It's you know weird that I mean? it's all the perishable stuff flying off the shelves, too, you know. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, it's, stuff's not going to light you. But, like, there's no, like, it's not reasonable to think we're going to lose power and, nah. like, you know, like, people buy bottled water and fucking, like, they're prepping for, like, a natural disaster. When, well, it's... Like, really, no, dude. Like, a guy at the power company might have to go home for a couple weeks. Like, that's it. I'm not going to lose yeah, power. Maybe, yeah. Fucking Like 80% weirdos. are very mild, if not asymptomatic. You know, I don't think it's going to collapse anything. That's a worst right. scenario. Yeah. The problem is, it's all, all of that. It All of that is reactionary to how people handle the situation. And people have been handling the situation poorly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're over 60 years old and you develop a dry cough, then you are the one that should be in the hospitals getting looked at. All you fuckers, all you fucking people. <coughs> I got my sinuses are runny, and I, I, and then they do, they all run to the clinic, like you know, my fucking yeah, it's getting bad. My, I need, I need immunization shots for my daughter because to put her in daycare soon. They canceled her appointment that I had like three months out, like because it was like the soonest I could get her in. Fucking goddamn. It's so annoying. Everything, all, everything about this is. Annoying. If you have a cough, or if you are of Italian descent, I think <laughs> you're in trouble. You know, you spend a lot of time in Italian nursing homes. If you would choose pasta over any other food, you may be susceptible to corona. Which is a shame because you're probably stocking up on pasta right now. Makes it's sense. It's going to make you vulnerable. It's true. 
It's true. No, like Italy, I think it was yesterday again, posted like a new record for number of deaths in a day. That's only because China has been lying. Or also, which, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think it's crazy to, to say that I don't trust China. Like, you know, I don't think like like, everyone's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, no, I just don't trust China. Every reasonable person accepts that the Communist Party of China lies about almost. Yeah. 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 But we also need to look at the Italy is like one of the oldest countries, you know, on the map. And since this really is deadly to older people, that explains why. Yeah. yeah. That and the uh, correlation of identifying people with corona and people who are already in critical condition, you know, they correlate directly. So it causes pre-existing conditions. If you're old, all that stuff, you know, I mean, look, I think it's, you know, like all the calls for everybody, you know, if you can stay home, do so shit like that. Fine. But fucking Canada closing their borders, fucking Disney closing. Like that's putting a lot of pressure on people. This is bad, man. (laughs) This is really bad. The economy's in the, the dumps. Dude, and it's going to be like this for a while. It's not going to just bounce. I don't know. Trump has done some incredible things. <laughs> but Making some moves. <laughs> okay, like he's had some incredible jumps in a single day. Like it yeah, could, it's true. It could bounce back. He's also had some incredible losses it's in could, a single day. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's put it in perspective it's here. Triggering both ways, yeah. Well, even from this, from this virus, yeah, right? But I mean, I don't think that's... Not 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 from not from any moves that his administration was making, right? Yeah, Deb, but I agree. With that. I, it could, but I I don't know, man. The the ripples of this, man, just just Disney being closed down, and just yeah. the just the cruise and Universal. lines. Universal. The cruise lines, thirty days. Uh, my 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 sister in law is a flight attendant. Like she's she's already losing flights left and right. I mean, air, airlines are gonna tank next. Oh yeah, it's right? like nine eleven for them. Boeing froze all you new know, hiring, like dom- I think, like a, a couple weeks effect. ago. So the recession has begun. We're, we haven't even seen the worst of the losses yet. I think the next thing, when they're going to stop this or that, is when they're going to stop domestic flights. Uh, that's, that's probably next. That's the, that's the question. Like, I mean, far? I have been telling people not to fly to New Jersey for years. <laughs> like, Newark should be ground zero for some so horrible disease. It likely is. It's, this this is called Joyzy. Litigation, I think, has a lot to do with this. Boston's this hopefully next. Litigation culture, man. Mm. Like my my wife works at uh, Camping World, right? She's an RV salesperson, right? Right. Like her her CEOs are like there's like nine emails a day about this, and they're so worried about one of their employees getting sick at work. And then they're scared of litigation. Like that's why Disney's shutting down. Mm-hmm. That's why they're all scared of getting sued because the media, fucking, you know, everybody knows about like, oh, oh, one post, one tweet. I have coronavirus. My employer made me come to work, dude. That's all. Takes. You're done. You're yeah. done, right? So that's why, the, like, that's why everything's shutting down. But I mean, like, it doesn't even require at this point the government making it. The government's not how, like, the government won't do it too. But dude, these CEOs—they're all shit in their pants from Twitter, dude. It goes both ways, one though. Tweet. One tweet. It goes tweet. both ways because I also feel for people that are in a position where they can't just not work. Yeah, yeah, most. And people. they're like, "Look, I'm—I have to go to work. I have to feed my family. I have to pay for the car. I have to, you know, fill in the blank." You're gonna have people like that too. There's gonna be so a- if you don't close, I think you're gonna have the same number of people that shouldn't be there for one reason or another right. being there, yeah. or on the streets uh, riding and breaking shit. But I mean, so but okay, so that's a fair point, Ben. I, I agree. 
I agree. So I, you're right. So I think the next question is, how far do we take it then? Like, how much of our, our economy are we willing to forcefully sacrifice to to help to help prevent this virus to get being the bell as curve bad down as it could be? You know, that's the question that I don't think anybody well, can really answer. Well, I think Ohio, Illinois, parts of uh, California, New York, and Dallas are answering that question right now. They've yeah. shut down, so they've shut down restaurants, movie theaters, clubs, bars. Any yeah, communal they're, they're, meeting they're place. They're willing to just burn it all to the ground. Yeah. Well, I know, but that's not indefinitely. Uh, there's, I imagine there'll be some sort of grace period after this for uh, not necessarily debt forgiveness, but mispayment forgiveness or something that allow. Hmm. Like, there's got to be something after this. To, I don't know. Balance things out. Well, I mean, well, that's just a small piece of of the of the dominoes we gotta, that are falling. We got to keep stepping with it. Like, you know, your heart skips a beat, but it keeps on beating after that. It doesn't just stop and wait for that beat to fucking catch up. You know, or just. It, Bat, Unless bat someone out. keeps hitting you with a bat. Uh, yeah, well, that, but yeah, it could get worse. Somebody could, you know, tranquilize you after that. And right. Then bury you alive. But uh, yeah, I, just, I think uh, there are ways around it. It's going to take some legislation probably after this. And they're going to, it's going to be bad just in that regard with all the writers and special crap they're going to try to throw in any recovery legislation. You know, it's going to cost us another trillion dollars probably. So. Yeah, right. What's another trillion on the pile on, at this point? And it will make things worse. They always just make things fucking worse. They create a problem, and then they try to fix the problem, and they just fucking make it worse. And then they go, oh, it didn't work because we didn't throw enough fucking money at it. Well, I mean, and where do you go? So, so you know, they did this thing with the interest rates. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, they do it every so, fucking yeah, so, years. Yeah, so, but it's like... They do it I don't every know, eight years. I don't every know time if, something bad happens. I don't know if that helps the economy as a whole. It doesn't. That's not going to make someone who go like... Someone that's like, oh my gosh, I now am losing hours at my minimum wage job to help feed my family. That same person is not going to say, hey, interest rates are really low. Let me buy a house. Like that, that person is not looking at houses, not right? Now. No. I mean, you know, very few people are looking at houses right now. But the point is the, the overwhelming majority of the economy is it's going to be the smaller places. It's the restaurants and bars and, you know, yeah. everything else. I mean, well, I mean, for, you know, a lot of people don't, like, they, they read those headlines, you know, the Fed fucking injected this much money. You know, and people don't understand what it, what it means. And there's a really great analogy that for any listeners that are struggling with it, it's so easy. Okay, so the economy goes up and down like a sine wave, you know, up and down, goes up. And then when it starts to come down, that's called a recession. And then it goes back up and down, right? The politicians, right, have very little control over this, usually, mm. ideally, right? <laughs> but we can it, hope. When they're when they're at the bottom of the curve, people are stupid, including the politicians, and they blame the politicians <laughs> for it being down there. So what the politicians have figured out they can do from a guy named Robert Keynes is that you can just inject money, print money out of thin air, and just inject it into the economy. And it's just like a heroin addiction. And it works. And it gets real high. It really is. Yeah. It really is and just like heroin, kids, it dude, works. Dude, yeah. if, you, if you grind up money and you just jack it into the economy's veins, it gets high. And it comes way up, right? And then everybody goes, yay, my politician's fucking great, right? But here's the thing. It goes up a little higher than it otherwise would have recovered itself, right? And then that crash, it gets even steeper and harsher the next time it goes down. Then and then repeat. it goes way down. And then, yeah, the next guy goes, oh, shit, we got to do this again. And each time this happens, this wave gets bigger 
and bigger as it goes on. And we've been doing this for a hundred fucking years, 107 years, exactly. Well, within the last like what eight or twelve, they started quantitative easing, which is like that's pumping. just another fancy word yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, that's pumping. Yeah, they keep changing the amounts. name of it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. some fucking douchebag, uh, you know. Uh, Keynesian economist that the politicians love. Like, seriously, the economics is broken into two groups, and politicians only hire people from this one group because yeah, they tell them what they want to hear instead of the truth. They're the people are like right? breaking a window. Yeah, dude, no. the economy. Yeah, either. dude, yeah, yeah you, you're a politician. Which economist are you going to hire? The one that says, no, stop spending, stop this right now, or the one that goes, yeah, dude, print money, bro. <laughs> you know, dude, dude, you can literally do whatever you want and nothing bad will happen. Like, <laughs> like literally, I, Paul Krugman is, dude, I can't even say things that I think about Krugman on the air because I would get arrested for threats. They'll cancel the show. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, like if I ever saw that man in person, bro. I'd I remember someone explaining to me when I was in elementary school why printing money wouldn't work. You know, it's like because I was just like, well, why don't we just print? Like, I don't know why where the idea came from, but I was like, well, we can just print money. It's like, a thought that just... any logical child should think. Like, right, right. Yeah. I'm like, wait, like, we need money. Why, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why don't we? we just... I knew without knowing what the word intrinsic <laughs> right. meant that it was just paper, right? right. So I was like, right. hey, why don't we just print our own money? And then you know, I was like, my mom or someone was like, well, you know, this is why and blah blah blah. And I understood it. So if I can understand it. <laughs> In elementary school, right. it really should really be a challenge. I'm not the smartest spoon in the crayon box, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like it's bad, you know. And it's uh, it's 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 lunacy. It's lunacy. And the, and the organization that does this, the Federal Reserve, in the Fed, is not run by any elected official at all. Oh yeah, they're appointed. It's a literal deep state. Yeah, it's, like yeah. like they're not <laughs> like by definition, like they're they're not elected. They, they they own the government literally, and uh, they have no accountability. I kind of wonder they could what, do whatever they want. What politics would be like if we were voting for our representatives, knowing that they were controlling the issuance of our coin, which they should be. Like they, you vote for a congressman, or I, I believe it's Congress, the uh, um, the House in particular, that they control the issuance of currency. Basically, what the Fed is doing. And if we were electing them based on that, we probably would get the quality of people we have in there. At least I would think. Yeah, some don't seem to you know. have basic concepts down right. very well. You know. so. That's why they're in politics. Right, like, yeah. Right. They hide out there. This like, is why like academics hide in college. They yeah, hide, yeah, yeah. The people you want in positions of power are the people that don't want to be there. Yeah. And the people that yeah. want to be in position of power are the people you want to keep farthest away from them. And that never happens. No, no. That's the issue. I mean, when you talk about any issue, you look at, I always say, who who does this who does this appeal to, right? When we talk about cops, you say, who does this appeal to? Right. Who's the person that wants to walk around with a gun on their hip and, you know, shoot it, shoot at minorities? Like, who does this who (laughs) does this appeal to? Right. (laughs) Like, you're like, oh, is it is it this college professor or is it a guy that walks in and always wants to call you pilgrim? Right. I think it's the latter of the two. We look at we look at politicians. Who does that job appeal to? To patrol your neighborhood and arrest murderers and rapists is not the same as wanting to control a third of the continent with a keystroke. 
that's that's two different kinds of power. Uh, you can have the megalomaniacal people in both categories. I think. Right. Uh, yeah. No. 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 I'm not saying both are the same. I'm uh, saying I think the problem. Although, yes, I agree with Thomas. You could say that you know it's there's some the Venn diagram is you know there's a lot of overlap right. there. But I think there's a lot of reasons one could want to be a cop for. Like, maybe of course, of course, of course. I can't think of a whole lot of motivations to be at the top of the federal fucking reserve, <laughs> other than you literally want to control the fucking yeah, world. Yeah. There's a lot of there's right? a lot of narcissism. Right? Like, there's a lot of ego. Like, like I think, I think I put a lot more weight into. And if I had to guess, if like you just pick a cop of a random cop up off the street and a random person at the top of the Federal Reserve, which one I think is more likely to be a scumbag? Yeah, which one's more likely to I'm be a pedophile? Go, How about that? I'm gonna go. <laughs> still going Federal Reserve every time, man. Oh God, I just I don't understand the kind of the mentality of the people that work there. I don't under like, you know. It's, it's a strange. It's piece. the most convincing argument to conspiracy to the NWO conspiracy thing there is. I don't buy it, but if I, I had to pick that, yeah. which one was their strongest lay, lay it on angle, us, Thomas. Well, like uh, when that it comes to it. the yeah, you're right there. But when it comes to like the our recent military, tell me about the Rothschilds or, or how we're used to back up their bank. Supposedly, I don't know much about oh, these dude. theories, but we're taking out every <laughs> bank that basically every nation with a bank that wasn't the uh, International Monetary Fund. They're controlled by that. Uh, Iran, Syria. Yeah, later. no, I'm familiar with that theory. Yeah, yeah uh, Iraq yeah. at the time. I think. Uh, I don't. I don't really buy that one because I think. I think wars are fought for more reasons than. Oh yeah, I mean, there's um, also the whole uh, oil oil deal and whether or not Saudi Arabia and and the Middle East can get their oil to China without going through us, mm-hmm. uh, trying to block Russia sending their oil directly to China. It's basically trying to keep China China from getting energy independence to a degree yeah there's all, all sorts of well, good luck there. stopping that right yeah you know I mean but oh dude Mel Gibson's new movie coming out have you guys heard which one's that yes dude it's awesome Right, dude, Mel Gibson's <laughs> definitely one of those guys, right? One of those. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah but it all goes back yeah. to he's like, if someone's so Jewish, he hates him. His new movie, he insists, <laughs> he insists, he insists that his new movie about an ultra rich family that's trying to control the world named Rothschild. <laughs> He insists has nothing to do with the actual mega rich banker, banker fucking family. It's kind of Rothschilds. Like he didn't even change the name of the bankers he in the, the that are the villains in the movie. He didn't even change the name. He's like no, no relation at all. Like and it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's so fucking great. I can't wait to see it. I love Mel Gibson so much. Just a coincidence. Oh gosh, I do. I love his movies. I mean, the problem is his best how, his best how, works are those you know drunk. Ranting uh, voicemails. He left his like ex-wife. Dude, he's a lunatic, and I love. Holy him. crap! I love lunatics, dude. I love him. I love Tom Cruise. I love all the lunatics in Hollywood. I really do. I like the harmless lunatics, the ones that like the ones that are like like your drunk uncle, like a Randy Quaid. Guy. Yeah, like a Randy. Yeah, yeah. Randy Quaid. Like, if you guys like are not Randy following Quaid's him on Twitter, characters, they're like Randy Quaid's characters in real life. You know, those are the guys I love. I mean, those he, are the, Randy I try, Quaid. I try to surround myself with. So those Randy Quaid, just like Sean Hannity, like apparently lost his mind when Donald Trump became president. Like I don't know what happened. But his entire Twitter now is almost exclusively reading aloud, reading aloud in a video, like the camera's super close to his face. There's a flashing strobe light and he reads the president's tweets. (laughs) (laughs) That that is on there. I'm not making this up. Please go on there. I've seen some of his stuff. I haven't seen that, though. Oh, my gosh. I know he's a I might have have said this on the podcast before, but here's what I want. Here's what I want. 
Tom, tell me what you think of this. Sure. Tell me what you think of this. This is not the great, because I love this. Bruce Willis as John McCain and fucking Mel Gibson as Riggs from Lethal Weapon together in a movie playing those characters. And just like Lethal Weapon and, and fucking Die Hard, like the only reason they survive is because they're too drunk and stubborn. And they just get the shit kicked out of them the whole movie. Like, by the end, they're just fucking, they're just a bloody mess. And they're, they got hangovers. And they're old. And their back hurts. And they kick ass. And I just want that. I just want one more. So this whole time, I thought he said John McCain. Instead of John McClane yeah, I, I, from Die Hard. I heard no, John, John McClane. Yeah. Did I say, I might have I heard John maybe, McCain. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, I said, how are they going to put all those wrinkles on his neck? Yeah, no, I was John, John McClane. McCain and actually no. Mel Gibson, not, not Ray John <laughs> Yeah, Mel just Mel Gibson <laughs> and John McCain. Yeah, that would be fun too, maybe. There's an idea. And they're I'm pinned just, down, they're pinned down in the last you know scene, but then Megan McCain like, shows up like, with like a triple XL, like bulletproof vest. Old drunk men getting beat up for two hours that I just fucking love watching. I bet that's sure. on Pornhub you know, somewhere. Probably. <laughs> I probably, think you uploaded that one. You know, <laughs> some girl in stilettos smashing their balls. Like, oh, ah! gosh. Oh, yeah. Jeez no, Louise. So, I'd, I'd watch a Lethal Weapon 5 no matter what was going on with it, probably. Yeah. Would you watch it if the coronavirus was still around and you had to risk getting sick at those dirty, disgusting... Dank movie theater. I'd probably do a pay-per-view thing for the first time in my life because uh, screw doing that otherwise. So I just wait for it. Yeah, torn it. I never watched Die Hard Five, the one with his son where he goes to Russia and his son is there and they, they introduce. Oh, I saw it once, oh, like yeah. a long time ago. Oh, fuck off! I didn't watch that. I didn't shit. see that one. Or die Hard Another Day or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, a no, good the, day to Die Hard. Uh, that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where he's yeah. like jumping onto jets. I like the third one. Dude, with, I love uh, that one. Jackson. I really love that one. I don't I, like he didn't cuss in that movie because they made that one PG thirteen, but it was still it was so good. It was so isn't good. it funny Dude, when he th- kills the bad guy by shooting himself through the shoulder? What kind of fucking badass shit? Is, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's a Mel Gibson move he pulled right there for sure. That's what for America sure. was founded on, for right sure. There, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Thomas, do you remember in our English class in high school? I don't know why I just thought about this. Like, it all just came back to me. I get. I think you, you looked at me and you had a little bit of a twinkle in your eye just then because you just opened up a new beer, I think, and you were really excited. <laughs> and you were like, so you had this twinkle in your eyes. I think the last time I saw that, we were in high school. So uh, <laughs> that was the last time you were truly that's, happy. That's when it died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep, it's been a while. Dosakis. <laughs> Anyways, do you remember we did, like, for extra credit, we were supposed to do, like, some poem about a city in America and we chose Philadelphia yeah, and we were yeah. you you were reading it from the perspective of Benjamin Franklin I think Did we do it with Curtis Collin Brito? I don't remember uh, maybe. but I played my guitar it was like a music and spoken word poem about how awful Philadelphia is <laughs> told by the perspective of Benjamin Franklin yeah, if he was that. alive in modern day. That sounds incredible. <laughs> I, I remember drawing a picture of Ben Franklin. He's yes, he had like, yeah, yeah, Philly cheesesteak and the grease was running down his like triple chins. Like, I was like, yeah. what is this? You guys were much better when you were no. young. Yeah, well, awesome. just what, what happened to these great ideas, dude? Dude, they're all this gone. This is what we should be doing right At now. At least he gets to blame weed. I don't I get to blame like oh my gosh 
Like his <laughs> excuse is just totally being inebriated all the time. I keep myself no. in a coma. I wish for a I knew while. you guys. You know what? No, Thomas. Thomas was always the outlier for me because any like you know obviously when you're younger the people that you know that are smoking weed are usually pretty stupid because they're teenagers anyways. Yeah. But like Thomas was always that like exception to the rule yep. of like yep. every other person that I knew that was on weed. He was always clean, on, kind, hot, courteous, on, on the devil's lettuce. He was clean. <laughs> he showed up on time to places. He was organized. He was just like always okay with everything. He was, it was everything like Dare anyway, told you he wasn't going to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I threw away my shirt that, that I, as soon as I got home from school <laughs> that day. I was like, lies. <laughs> Nothing but lies. Well, but what my life would be without pot, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be showing up late. Lane says that too, but uh, I don't know. I think you guys are about where you'd be anyways. Probably. I'd probably have more money at least. We, I mean... Do you do that? Do you do that, Nick? Do you say, man, I wonder where I'd be if... I feel like everybody does that. Anyways, drug use or not. If you guys only fucked up as bad as I have for as long as I have, man... It's really character building. That's well, I, <laughs> yeah. I've never been. Uh, what doesn't kill you? Know what I like to stronger. think about. You know what I wish I could do? Like, 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 if I had like a genie who gave me like, let's say, four wishes instead of three. Like, if I had like a bonus, like a bonus wish, like, like, just I would like to see what it would look like if I could see in one place all the alcohol and drugs I've ever done in my life in one in one, one room. fucking room. Same, but just, I would do Taco just Bell. Like, just, just, <laughs> just piled up. Like, I just want to see it. I just want to bask in its fucking glory. I think you get all like, this in the pearly like, gates. Seriously. I'm like, I said Taco Bell. Why is there a full-size tub? They're like, this is only Baja Blast. <laughs> They're like, oh, right, right. Right. I'm like, oh my gosh! Because of all, all my years and shame that I have, uh, you know, on my shoulders of that time in my life, like there still is just a smidgen of a little bit of pride. Yeah, yeah. you know, like there were some nights where I really should have died. So I drank a you mountain. Know? Like yeah. right, you know, I I did something that should have dropped a fucking uh, a horse, and and I'm like a buck thirty. You know, like it's like, come on, man. Like, I still feel a little bit of immature pride about it, and I don't know why. You know, because really, though, I didn't like who I was at the time or what I was, you know, my general philosophy towards life was disgusting. And, you know, there's all that shame. But still, in the back of my mind, it's like, yeah, remember when I fucking snaked that fucking that fucking three grand? That right there is the difference between that's the difference between men and women right there. Yeah. Remember when I did that shit? I really thought I was going to die. Men men are always trying to build something (laughs) from nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we hold on to that little bit of immaturity. That's like, yeah, but that was pretty cool. Well, (laughs) when we're dead and gone, we're only going to have what we leave in landfills, you know, and uh, (laughs) aluminum cans. It's kind of like plastic baggies with drugs in them, you know, things like that. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like when your when your kids do something totally awesome but totally against the rules, you know, and you're like, and you got to yell at them and stuff, and like as soon as they as soon as they're out of your sight, you're like, that was fucking. Awesome. I got a lot of that or whatever. Up. You know what I mean? You My know? dad could never really discipline us. Exactly. Like, nice. Uh, man. Jeez. Not me, dude. Not me, dude. The, the, the hardest thing is yelling at your kid when you when all you want to do is laugh your ass off, you know? You know, but the minute you crack a smile, then they're gonna do it fifty more times. Yeah. No matter the situation, and you're not gonna be able to ever fucking get it back in control. So you can't lose it. You know, you can't you can't show your hand. You know, kids are great poker players, man. If you show your hand They'll fucking take you uh, to the bank. Being a parent is a lot like being a substitute teacher, huh? It's got to walk in there. You got to control that shit. If you lose control of that class, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to walk, walk in there, whip, whip, crack the whip, right? If they know you're weak, yeah, right. They can smell it on you. They can smell the fear. Oh, I love those substitute teachers at St. Cloud. <laughs> Man. Do you remember any of them? Remember Mr. C? 
Was he the respect guy? Yes, it is. Okay, speech. I have a, knows that shit. Okay, but I have a very specific memory. Were you in? You were in Mr. Peterson's Coach Pete. Yeah, yeah. Peace Fight Pete. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thomas was so nice to me, dude. Like I would be in that class. He had an iPod and I didn't, and he would just let me listen to his iPod. Of course, we couldn't you guys share. Were in high school with iPods, we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't. First classic, like before. the brick. Twenty. Oh no, I'm thirty now. So <laughs> okay, you guys are just behind me then. Yeah, I guess iPods did come out shortly after I got. I mean, the bricks, and like, of course, yeah, we couldn't share the, the earbuds because then we would have gotten beaten up for being gay. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's you know, if you try to try to buy a sixth edition uh, iPod brick. From like 2007 or eight on on eBay right now, they go for about 400 bucks. Damn, I still have one. Yeah, those, I because uh, like I was, I I used one up until just like mine finally broke like three or four years ago, and I had it. I bought it used at GameStop, and when I went to buy another one, it was like 400 dollars. No, really. All the all the all the audio files want it because it's so convenient. Like, dude, like I got a massive. I got like, I don't know, probably six gigs worth of just MP3 music on my computer, and that's probably what three prog songs. Ha. Good ha. I like that joke. Got you. I like that joke. It's yeah. all on flag, flag. So it's yeah. just one song. No, no. Like when you like, like they stopped iTunes. I used to use iTunes exclusively, and I liked it because every time I would like, do, you know, I'd pirate all kinds of music, and I put it in my library, and like, and it would tell me like if I listened from song one start to finish, like, like it would take me like fucking. Like, it was ridiculous. It would give it, it like, like a week or like, something. It was like four hundred eighty-two days yeah. straight. Like, like it was like a year st- over a year straight. It was like crazy. Listen to the Wheel of Time again. It was nuts. <laughs> Anyways, we Have had you gone through that whole series. Yeah, you've you've done the whole series. Yeah, on Audible though. On Audible. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really. Bro, good. did you start when you were twelve? No, I drive uh, like I spend like yeah, two no. hours in the car a day. Dude, so yeah. I'm an Audible freak too, dude. It's changed my life. <laughs> it's good shit. It's yeah, changed like my it. life. Seriously, no, it's not even a sponsor. I'm gonna tell all the listeners, fucking go get Audible. <laughs> they right sponsor now. everything, dude. Yeah. And we can do it. You not can, an Express VPN. Yeah, you can, you can sign up and they'll give you a promo code, and if they enter like Snap Crackle, they get like a free free thing. Okay, you know, but we're not doing that, so don't do that because no, you're not going to get anything off, and we won't see a try kickback. To do it. Try to do it. Fact, yeah, you won't. Try and do hey, it. Do you have a business inquiry email address that you can drop right now? Yep, that's laser nuts. <laughs> that's with an S. Laser nuts yeah. uh, at hotmail. Dude, <laughs> if they let you choose your true code, story, yeah. that's a real email address that I have for spam. And I was, it was like the first Valentine's Day that I had had with this girl, and I was trying to impress her, so I made reservations at the Ritz College. And steakhouse okay i forget what the actual name of it was it's like the the vineyard or something anyways they have really good steak there but we go in and i had made the reservations online it's like i'm talking to the maitre d or whatever and they're like oh yeah um we're glad you're here yada yada and this is valentine's day so they're like packed right and there's like a lot of people behind us we're there like we just need the email address that you made the reservation under <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I lean in, you know, like, it's uh, it's laser nuts. And, uh, they're like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, uh, laser nuts. At, uh, they're like, what was that? I'm like, laser nuts. <laughs> I would just they're, start and they're like, they're they're like doing it, and they're they're like, I'm like, uh, they're like, is that with a Z? I'm like, it's with an S. At Hotmail. That's a great. That's a great question. <laughs> it's spelled you know? correctly. Right? Yeah. Because if they were watching American Gladiator back in the sure, day, you, yeah. you know, you might be confused with how laser is spelled. Yeah. A lot of extreme stuff. But we had this ex- the substitute teacher, right? And he had this speech about respect and how it goes both ways. Mr. C. Yeah, yes. Mr. C. Yeah. But here's the thing. I have this very specific. He died a handful of years ago. Didn't yeah, he did. Yeah. I'm Drank himself to death, I think. Really? Yeah. I guess alcohol's a two-way street too. Anyways, so. <laughs> 
anyways, we had a uh, we had a student, uh, someone that we knew. Do you remember David Sanchez? Oh yeah, yeah. He was a streetcar racer, driver, amateur, you know, and he was driving with his girlfriend in the car and they wrecked and died. Mm. Okay, and that happened over the weekend. Nobody in high school is an amateur race car driver. So, no, 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 that, I just meant like he he thought of himself as like oh, a, yeah. like a street he racer type, but he was just like, he you know, he just drove really fast and had like a souped up car and like I think he worked part-time at like some mechanic shop or yeah, something. Anyway, grease monkey. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he and his girlfriend die over the weekend. And so the next day, like, they make the announcement. It was funny. I can't think of the guy's name who was sitting behind me. I think it was, it was Kyle. He was in television productions. Oh, Anyways, yeah, I that he, yeah. he was sitting behind me. He's like, hey, have you talked to David at all? He's like, do you know? I'm like, no, I don't really talk to him. You know, I don't know what's going on. And then they made the announcement, you know, or a thing or whatever. So throughout the day, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, this happened. Like, we need to talk about it. We can talk about everything else. And so then we get to the substitute Mr. C's class, who was substituting for Mr. Peterson's class, which was the last class of the day. All right. And he's going through the... (laughs) He's doing roll call. Now, David was also in that class. (laughs) And so he's going through everyone's name, and he calls your name. You're supposed to say here, present, or whatever, right? If you were cool, you said here, you know. You didn't say present. H-E-R-E. Yeah. So he gets his name. He's like, David Sanchez? Just... Complete silence, right? Everyone's like, oh gosh. He's like, David Sanchez. <laughs> Nothing. And then he gets angry. He's like, David, David, are you in here? And he's like, doing this whole thing. And someone's like, he died. He died. He's dead, man. <laughs> he's dead, something. It was one of the yeah, most awkward. A big fuck up on the school. Oh my there, gosh. Huh? It was like, I, I think about that probably at least once a week since it happened. <laughs> it's wow. so funny to me. Very impactful just, moment. It's just so, it's like this perfect moment of yeah. just like awkward awfulness. It's it was so crazy. It sounds like a skit on Robot Chicken. Though, yeah. You know, you or Mr. Robot. You, you think know? he still has a MySpace? Everybody still has a MySpace. <laughs> I, I deleted dude, mine. I, but if God, he didn't, dude, he probably still I can't, has it. Dude, like, I, can't, I don't even access to the email account from my MySpace anymore, and they won't let me delete it. Like, it's just there. So now now any prospective employer forever now can see me at age 20. Nice. Like, when mom and everything I was doing at 20 and, and what I was doing, God... That's, 20 years old, child. What is MySpace doing? They're like know, those, uh, but I just hope sites. that everybody has the fucking time of day to fucking, you know, to know that, that, uh, fucking, that it's me at 20, you know? Right, as, yeah, you know, yeah. As a child, like, nobody really look. Huh. Nobody takes MySpace. Okay, I got another story. Uh, Jared, who goes by Corbin Gamer on Twitch, a uh, friend of the show, not friend in real life because he's a real jerk, but. Uh, he's in the comments and he was hearing me tell a story and he says it sounds like Jared Leto in wheelchairs and that is a story right there so 30 Seconds to Mars was going to be playing at Mardi Gras at Universal okay so like and you know Anthony it was me Anthony uh, my girlfriend at the time Jared and I think there might have been one other person either way we're not like none of us were like super huge 30 Seconds to Mars fans but we're like it'll be fun we'll go to the parks for the day everybody had passes or worked there Go to the parks for the day, and then we'll end up there. And, like, we were listening to emo music, like, the whole week. You know, we were like, oh, you cutting yourself yet? Like, let's have fun. Like, we, we were jazz. Like, we were excited, right? Like, we were, we were sucking ourselves up just to have a fun time. We had a great day at the parks. The people that drank were drunk. You know, the people that didn't were, you know, eating churros and drinking soda. That was me. And, uh, you know, we, everyone's in a great mood. This concert starts, right, 30 Seconds of Mars. It is awful. Okay, like, Jared Leto clearly just... 
not there. <laughs> His vocals are horrendous. They would be hard to match the recording, I imagine. Like, Whoa. Really bad. He has this giant pink mohawk. It's just like, he's, he sounds awful. So then you can tell after a couple songs, when it gets to the courses or like the really like high singing stuff, he just holds the mic out. It's like, mm. it's time for the crowd to uh, sing because I'm not hitting this. Something. He wasn't sick. Yeah, he come. had heroin. Yeah. So like, he's like, I'm sick. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, he was so sick. This is what happens. So he gets to a point where he's trying to pump the crowd up because it's like, look, I can't sing. I might as well try and, you know, give him something. He's like, all right, let's go. He's like, everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. And so so everybody's standing up, right? I see where and then going. and then and then he's like, "Hey, you! Why aren't you standing up? What? What the hell? You think you're not? You think you're not? Yo, what's going on? Everybody's standing. What's going on? And then there's just pause. And he's like, and then he's on the microphone. And he's like, "Oh, oh. you're in a wheelchair." <laughs> So then, oh, it gets better. Roll right it gets there. better. It okay. gets better. Since he felt bad, he's like, well, well bring him up here. Bring him up here bring on stage. Chair right now. So now you got all these roadies and security guys trying to get some wheelchair kid out of this huge crowd up on the stage. Okay. He gets him up there on stage. He's just kind of off to the side doing like one of these numbers, you know, kind of kind of yeah. moving back and forth. Right. And, and Jared Leto is now like trying to pump the crowd up and then like, you know, dancing with the wheelchair kid. And I was like, let's get out of here. And we left early. <laughs> but it yeah. was awful. Oh, that whole, that whole, uh, you know, I don't even want to call it a movement, but the whole, that whole, that whole. The handicapped scene, people. Whole, yeah. So I was talking about three I was talking about the band. Oh, that, he's that like whole, that whole scene, that whole, you know, that whole wave of music, man. God, that is horrific. I was about to say, I don't know if movement is the right word. For yeah, that, no, but. not movement, but you know, scene. That whole, you know, the whole emo, the whole late '90s fucking pop rock thing. Sure, yeah, not my bad, not my thing. Uh, I mean, all pop, Girls all pop is, in maybe. my opinion, you know, usually bad, but, but that was really bad. Oh. Yeah, but they had, no. they did the but soundtrack for what, Guardians of Gahul. I tell you what, I tell you what though, when I was when I was fucking rolling through women though in the in the emo scene though, that was a good look. Mm. I liked it. I liked uh, I liked the dark hair. No, that's when Aerosmith should have re-released Dude Looks Like a Lady. You know, you <laughs> those know. MySpace days. That <laughs> was know. rough. Everybody's wearing those bright pink fucking That was rough. Yeah, the scene. Uh, it's just called Scene, right? Scenester? I don't even know if yeah. there's another what, whatever. word. Whatever. I don't the know. raccoon stripe hair. And the yeah, I don't know, but I dig it. I, I think it looks good. It's uh, cool. I mean, it, was, cool. it, had its thing. it gives me boners. Yeah. You get enough people wearing the same thing, nobody looks particularly stupid. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I it's mean, like a room full of clowns. You know, I, nobody noticed. That's know. why ICP is so popular. <laughs> Once you get that, that Fago tattoo, you're like, well, I might I as know. well stay with these know. people. Or I'm the idiot with the Fago yeah. tattoo. Everybody in the glam hair metal scene, though, looks stupid. Yeah, right? that's true. I, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, they, no, they all look terrible. Look, it peaked with the New York dolls, okay? And then, like, that's it. After that, yeah, it's dude. just, just like, a lot of bad you know, decisions were made. You know, it was like the only time in, like, metal music history that everybody was, was trying uh, to look like, uh, you know, uh, Motley Crue. Yeah, like like uh, um, uh, damn it, I'm drawing a blank. Like the singer, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a Barbie girl. Like oh, Aqua. Uh, you know, like 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 if you look at her look, he knows <laughs> Cindy Lauper. Like if you look at Cindy Lauper's yeah. look or style, AFI, and then you look, look at a hair glam metal sure, band. Yeah. Like 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 if you didn't hear, if you didn't know them, and you looked at them both, like you might even think they were in the if same Nikki group. If Nikki Six you know and I mean? Cindy Lauper were standing next to each other, right. they look like they play the same music. Like there's no like that's what's so strange about it like fuck, and they're also playing 
fucking metal in like a major chord. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? This isn't doom enough. Uh, I don't feel angry enough. Yeah, it's not. It's You want to get angry? Listen to Three Days Grace, my friend. (laughs) Where's the tension? Where's the destruction? Where's Satan not to be found? Not Not to be be found. found. It's all fucking cocaine and hearts and unicorns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. You know. What do you think it is about that aesthetic? Because, you know, much like the, the stock market wave that we talked about earlier, it's always like if the world's doing well, then the music is sad. And if the music is sad, the world's doing well. You know, well, I mean, I I think it kind of uh, look at the '90s. We got grunge, but like the economy was awesome. Look at Japan. Japan is a good way to explain that phenomenon. Kauai. You know, in Japan, there's really like, I mean, generally speaking, there's really only two popular forms of entertainment, and that is comedy and sex and tentacle porn. They don't. (laughs) Yeah. Comedy, comedy and sex. sex. You know, they like the you look at Japanese movies or TV. It's usually drama. Theater and dra- dramatic art, like like the idea of a, a tragedy, mm. is really a modern phenomenon in Japan. And art. a prostitute without a pimp is called a show. Before shogun. that, before that, they didn't have it. And I, that's, I thought it was a ronin. Whatever. You know, a right. samurai without a master prostitute right. left it. And that's because their life is so serious all the time. Like because they because of the bombing. Right. Well, <laughs> you know. Harry Carey, man. This I mean, look, I look. You know. Tentacle form has proved that two weren't enough. Okay, <laughs> I might, have been, might have hit him a little right? too hard. I don't know. Right? I mean, you fucking, <laughs> you know, like the, the suicide rate in Japan is is through the oh, roof. Oh, You know, because they and so when they want to when they when they want to escape their normal lives, they want something different than what they're experiencing, mm. and that's why. So you sleep with a octopus, and, sex, and they also have the least amount of sex of any any culture. So strange. Why which is, is that? Which is why their porn is so popular because they they don't like. Do you think that's because they're so open with their sexuality? I don't know. There's it's something weird, that, but there's something to be said about someone who there's represses about their something that doesn't make sense. But I'm saying like like know. not even just sex, but like when someone like for instance, like I'm I'm not proof of this, but you have that fear where when kids get that first little bit of freedom, like as a parent, right? If you've been like, hey, no drugs, no sex, no anything, the first chance they get, what are they going to do? Drugs, sex, and everything else, right? Right. So I wonder if as a culture, since they are so open with things like that, there's no real reason to physically explore a lot of that. Whereas in our culture, we have this underlying Puritan kind of like evangelical value system, which I think is good, but it leads you to try and keep some things in check. Therefore, when you are behind closed doors, you get a little crazy. Whatever it is. Some to the imagination. Whatever it is, it's complicated. uh, Like, I think... I mean, look, they've got so much p- social pressure to do well and be successful that that's got to have consequences mm-hmm. with interpersonal relationships. I mean, like, I mean, look, I mean, how easy is it to to understand the feeling of not wanting to take on a commitment because of the pressures that are attached to it? Yeah, we get you know that I mean? every day in our like, lives. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, that's a pressure to be socially distant. You know, whereas, whereas, like, like if I marry you. Then all of a sudden, I have to take on all these responsibilities, and in Japan, these responsibilities are fucking socially absolute. I mean, if you if you have a kid with Down syndrome, like you don't really you don't really let them leave the house, like it's a piece part of shame. You know, they, they there are all, some things from their culture I think we could adopt. Yeah, some things. <laughs> that's <rid of> that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good. That was good and subtle. Why, why, why aren't you standing? 
Oh, <laughs> you're mentally challenged. Okay, oh, get up here on stage. Drag that asshole out of his chair right now. <laughs> Bring him up here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It don't takes know. 10 roadies to wrestle him on stage. But I mean, <laughs> look, art, art, is, art is probably most attractive as a form of escape. So that I think that would explain a lot of, you know, where you see the different art forms that rise as opposed to lifestyles. You know, whatever's the opposite. I want to escape from this dramatic environment. I'm going to go watch a comedy you know well I think there's like, that whole thing like about, I'm having a great time I want to go watch something serious and destitute and dystopian you know it's like when, when we say like you know like everyone is a hypocrite but I mean if you take it a step further everyone's really a contrarian which I mean I think you could tie that into being a hypocrite you know and it's like I'm I'm an I'm a contrarian and I, I recognize it yeah but I think I think everybody is and that explains why if everyone's telling you everything's great, you're like, well, no, actually, you have this impulse to be like, well, no, it's not. It's not great. I don't great. think everybody is a contrarian, though. I think a lot of people are very... What is a, that? A contrarian? I feel that sometimes. Like, yeah. 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 I, I, think, I think being a male has something to do with it. Yeah, you want to find you know, the, the... You know, I think women tend to be more agreeable, which would, uh, which I would describe as probably the near opposite, right? Maybe it's because the, the exception... I don't know how else to describe the, the opposite. You want to okay. find the exception that shows the rule as being what it is? Right. I, I don't know, like... Like I'm only contrarian sometimes though. Like like it's like only only like like areas like I'm I'm very agreeable in things that I don't care about. You know, if it's outside like music of, yeah. or Well, I care a lot about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if I don't care about it, like that's why like that's why me and my wife get along so well because the things that I care about she doesn't. You have no no like and, uh, and and the things that There's truth the things to that. that she cares about I don't. Right. You know, and that's why we get along so well because there's nothing that I would ever like. There's nothing that she would propose that I would usually care care, care enough about to to oppose. Mm-hmm. Sure, let's do that. You I, know. I get that. It's like uh, hanging out with a sports crowd. You know, I I couldn't right. I couldn't uh, talk sports. I'm very agreeable life. in sports. Yeah, yeah I'm very that, agreeable. Me too. <laughs> you know, I'm what's not. your favorite team? Me too. <laughs> You know <laughs> what, what, what did you that know? bowler? What Me did that too, bowler famously like, say? He's like, "Who are you? No, I am." Isn't that what he said? What? Yes, his thing. He said it was on ESPN. He like won the championship. He said he turned to the crowd. He said, "Who are you? No, I am." <laughs> I'm like, that's the slogan. He's trying to make that catch. <laughs> yeah, like okay, right. dude. Right, but no, no. This is enlightening. No, I'm learning a lot just talking this out. No, that's good because like I know people that would argue sports to the point of throwing fists. Right. Yes, yeah. you know, I do but that. Other Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, they would be a very agreeable people in in, all, in almost every other realm. Yeah, like, right. You know, you know, you come up to them and tell them their favorite team sucks. You know, there's going to be words, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm always a bit perplexed by people who identity seems to be wrapped around sports. It's tribalism. It's, yeah, it's a modern way to is, have something that sets you apart from everyone else because we're not having to hunt for our own food. We're not making our own textiles. We're not building things anymore. So you have to have something that you're like, this is me. That is a unique quality, you're right. But I, I think there's more to it than that. I, don't, I wouldn't say that that's it because because there's there can be there can be it's not just tribalism why people are, are into sports but I think people take it that way a lot of the times you know because you when you notice people talk about like you know we won the Super Bowl yeah you know we, we need to we, we need to fix our defense up and we do this yeah no you know what I mean I do it all the time yeah you know that comes with the passion though like I want to coach a little league team know? like a, a YMCA basketball team I want to be like the Bobby Knight of the YMCA I wouldn't, I wouldn't speak strangle like some 8 year old kid like, I thought you want to be the Bobby Fisher of the YMCA there for a second but I don't, I don't I want to be the 
Bob Evans Ooh, of was, the YMCA. Somebody get some pie. I do that even though I'm not into sports. Like when the Olympics come around and USA wins, like I say, yeah. I say we did that. Why is well, that? Well, nationalism. Yeah, nationalism. Okay. When, my, when my favorite band wins an award, I don't say we won the award, right? But when but when but when the USA team wins at a sport, I'm like, oh, we we did this. Why, why is that? Well, maybe That's such a strange there thing. There needs to be a national battle. It's of intuitive, the bands, I think. right? <laughs> there's something there's something about the relationship between sports that's different from other uh, lack of a better word art well, forms. Why does is, why, why does it exist? Intuitive. Why do sports exist? They are they are <clears throat> a representation of war in a lot of ways. Peaceful combat. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a circus to the bread. Yeah, the, same with politics. It's peaceful people. combat. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I wish politics peaceful, would peaceful a to a way. No, no, if you're engaging in politics as opposed to warfare, sure, that, yeah. it's a, it's, it's, it's uh, politics is warfare the, the without bombs. arms. But that's the problem. See, it was used to kind of prepare you for the idea that look, you have to work as a team. You have to know what's going on. You have to communicate. You're going to get injured. You have to, fight, you have, you have to go through adversity to obtain a goal, right? Yeah. So you can get young men and to a small extent get them used to the idea of hey there's one goal that I'm working for with a lot of other people and I'm going to have to make sacrifices that someone else isn't going to have to make that left tackle isn't like that quarterback is not having to go through the same crap that the left tackle you is mean, having to you go mean, through you mean developmentally as an individual sports is a big role yes I mean? but yeah, I'm I saying agree. the idea oh, is that sure, it's preparing your totally. mind it's preparing a young man's mind for the idea of warfare yeah. and since we've gotten away from traditional warfare and now we do you know yeah. tours of battle and all these other things and they're in other places and it doesn't really affect us for the most part like it used to back in the day right this nuclear proliferation it doesn't uh, yeah it doesn't really serve the same purpose right. uh. yeah, I was listening to Jordan Peterson talk about sports and young children and the development of that and, and he brought up a really interesting point that I experienced as a young man didn't realize it because you know nobody ever really thought about it but I got involved in wrestling at a very very young age you know I was like seven when I started wrestling and just the, uh, the whole like sibling roughhousing and horseplay and tackling and, and, and wrestling, right? Like that's a perfect example. Like it shows a developmental and like, like how much force to use when you're playing. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, there's like a give and take relationship that happens between even in a high competitive level sports that, that is part of our development in, in how to treat people not even physically, but socially, like, like how to apply pressure, but how much pressure is too much pressure, but you know, before, before it, it becomes an industry and then it's all about winning and money. And, and then that, that, bright, that, no, 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 that, yes, that bright eyed, bushy tail young man who's trying to learn social skills turns into Andre the giant. And we yeah. have a national tragedy on our hands. Right. You know, I, I think it's healthy. Like, when Andre the Giant died, is that what you're like? Because that was when he sad. wrecked the WWE. I thought he just wrecked toilets. <laughs> that and beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wish I, I wish I knew why I wasn't more attracted to sports than I am because I, was, I thought you were gonna say Andre the Giant. Yeah. Have you no, seen like, the Princess Bride? Uh, have right. you seen him in that onesie? <laughs> Look, Come on, them sexy thighs. As fuck. Sexy as fuck. You know, uh, I thought he held his weight well. Never match um, wits with a Sassanian. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Inconceivable. You know, I like sports. I just, I just, they don't excite me. No, no, it's not ex- for me. I don't get excited about it. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. I like everything about it. I, house, I'm so. glad everybody is in doing it and excited about it. But I just, I, I just. I like, mean, baseball's awful, though. Like to be fair. Yeah, and my, my mom was a Braves fan, or is a Braves fan, I should say. And uh, <laughs> yeah, like, well, I, I assume she's like, watching thanks it. to Corona, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she was a Braves fan. <laughs> you shut up on that. Uh, but, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, so I mean, pick a more boring sport and a more lackluster team, and uh, yeah, just try. That's what I'm trying to say. But hey. but like baseball is the old like. It is truly boring, and I can say that because when I go with people, I get it. I get the appeal because most people that I go with, they want to go, and they just turn it into a bar, right? Sure. They're like, hey, yeah, I'm going to sit with my friends. Yeah. I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to eat nasty food and hang out. Beer. I don't drink, though, so I'm stuck actually watching the product on the field, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awful. Never again. I like uh, I like to watch a uh, local hockey game or something. The Solar Bears play at Amway a lot, but every time I go see them, they lose. So. Can we talk about you not drinking? I'm curious. I have questions. What what's what's the deal? Uh, are you just no interest? I never. Or, I never I got into it. No, I mean it started off obviously. Uh, my family drinks. My mom doesn't. Obviously, she's Mormon. I grew up in the church and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that, it, it started. From? Yeah, I think it started there. But then I have had bad experiences with people that I know drinking that I think also formed that opinion. Understandable. Because sure, sure. I feel Everybody like if it, knows. I feel like if it was just. I feel like if it was just like me going to church and them saying don't drink, I feel like I would have experimented with it at least by now, and yeah. I just haven't. Yeah. Mm. Well, that and I was at a Reba McIntyre concert. Oh God! And yeah. um, <laughs> here's really? your one chance, fans, don't let me down. My whole family went right. Yeah. Okay. They're all they're all crazy. So we're in like the box, like the fancy little boxes you get at the old Amway Arena. And up there, you have like you know a bartender and like a guy that takes care of the yeah, food. Yeah. So everything's in the same like God, cups. I wish I grew up with your family. Cups, yeah, me too. So, <laughs> so the, everything's in the same cup. So I'm sitting next to my grandfather, and so like you know, I had a Sierra Mist or something, but it's in the same cup that his drink is in, and it's dark up there. So I just reached down to grab it and like took this big glug, but it was wild turkey. Ooh. Oh, and I was just boy. like. Uh, wow! Yeah, so I bet that did it come right back up. No, took you off guard and you kept it down. Still yeah, My I was man. just coughing. Everyone's like, My "What's man. wrong?" Everyone thought I was choking on like gummy bears or something. You know, like oh, poison. My man. So no, from that day harsh. forward, I was like. Never again. <laughs> well, dude, you just took you know, a swig of some real hot shit, bro. Yeah, it's a yeah. stripper. No, I was just curious, man. But it's probably, there was no ice in it you know, either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I totally understand. I mean, nothing. alcoholism affects like one out of ten people, dude. Like, like we all know what you're talking about when you're saying you, you've encountered negative fucking... Oh, yeah, for sure. I've got a wino in my family. It's, it's not always fun. You know? No, it's, it's not. It's not, no, like, it's not. It's just not just alcohol. It's other things. Dysfunctional It can be anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm already addicted like, to food. I don't yeah. need alcohol, like, <laughs> yeah. adding to it. No, if you grow up with a dysfunctional alcoholic, like, mm. that, that should be a serious discouragement from, from partaking. I, 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 I've got high-functioning alcoholics in my family, but it's still not fun. It's, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got its own problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, my girlfriend out of high school her mom was, had a real bad problem with xanax uh which is something like oh, I, if you I, drink with that well, not even just drinking but like i've like at the time in high school this is the kind of shit everybody was doing you know they had oh, xanax yeah. passing around even oh, today yeah. people still no. have xanax every now and then i'm like oh yeah what the fuck is wrong no, with I, you? Went, I, I went through I, a phase I've seen, i know all about it <laughs> like uh, nick's nick's our plug over yeah, here okay. I, I, no, I, shit, I, I don't i'm not experienced with, pre- with prescription drugs much but that was mm. one I, I happen to like i don't like prescriptions usually but yeah so this was like uh Get three or four scripts and fill them in different pharmacies and yeah, stash yeah. it around. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I know the drill. It's some oh, pretty, yeah. pretty shady stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called a free market, Tom. <laughs> the market will yeah. provide, Thomas. It. It, they, uh, I think they had to 
passed some laws just to address that shit here. Uh, yes, they did. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yes, what does did. your hat say, Tom? It says, uh, I love wieners, I think. It can, I, I just it can say it different things. It I bought it for the, the colors. Patch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like one of those. Uh, yeah, you can put is that an Uzi on there? I swear yeah, it said Hillshire Farms it's when like walked in. Meat. <laughs> it's like a little micro Uzi, but I bought it uh, to quote early Kyler because uh, I seen the colors and I had to have it. Yeah. Uh, yeah like so, it. you know, it, it's, it's very me. Yeah. <laughs> Very oh, nice. I, I thought you'd have some cool story about uh, it. No, I got it on the internet. <laughs> like it's so it's so distracting. How, how cool like he's rolling for a nat twenty on a fucking uh, cool story. No, on your no it's not even that. It's just I keep looking at it when I keep meaning to look at him, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's that freaking thing. And I'm, this whole time he's talking, and I'm yeah, like, no, I, I really want to. I want to pull it off. I hope he doesn't ask me what he like. I hope there's not a quiz after this show because I have not been listening. Every time you're talking, I've been looking at that patch on your forehead because of the it colors. It is distracting. I'm like, I tell a story. Yeah, I'm like. Oh. I, 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 it is distracting. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's very. Uh, I'm like a fish. It's just that like shiny. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I, uh, I, I saw it and no, yeah, like I said, I had to have it and now I do. Had to have that's, it and now I do. That's how life is sometimes. Nice. Yeah. God so, damn. So this has been some small talk podcast. We've been it's doing. good. I know. I like it. You like it? This is what we're trying to sell Let's people. Let's talk about the weather next. No, 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 no. We can go back to the coronavirus though. So. <laughs> I'm going to say more say about it, be honest with you. No, 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 no. I'm going to say, what do you guys think, what do you think comes next? And if what you think comes next actually happens, does it get you more or less concerned about the situation at hand? Like, what do you think the next thing is? I mean, I don't know. They're already shutting down restaurants, bars. Oh, and the CDC, you know, originally it was no one, you know, no group gatherings over a thousand, then 500, then 250. 50, now it's 50 right, right yeah, now. Yeah. The latest is 50 people. Next, will be cracking out on this. Yeah, I don't. Catholic know. families everywhere are having to disperse. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Uh, yeah. Next, um, if I had to wager, I'd say within a month, maybe domestic air travel. Um, probably. Fingers crossed for Newark. <laughs> if things get bad, maybe the old uh, fever checkpoints. If like like they did in China, I don't know what they would actually do. What that. do you guys think about? That legislation they were trying to put through, you know, for the uh, the inoculations, that it could be like a federal law that you would have to get certain inoculations. And some people were championing that. And I was like, this should scare more people. <laughs> I'm all for inoculations. Once again, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything. No, no, but I don't no. think giving the federal government more power over what we, what I, I have to put in my body is I, a good idea. I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I, I, I think that uh, prevention is worth a pound of the cure. Um, you know, I when it comes to this stuff, limiting the free movement of people, like uh, measles in America, and a lot of the anti-vaxxer stuff at the time is about the measles outbreak. Uh, the CDC announced in the year 2000 or so that they had all but eradicated the American strain of measles, and over like 80 or 90% of the cases in America are from a foreign strain, and that's because we don't do a whole lot to prevent it from coming into our country. And then the answer is these multi-million dollar vaccination campaigns, or billion dollar vaccination campaigns that last perpetually really because they never end if you don't control it coming in and uh, I think we could do better than that in a lot of ways but it ties into a lot of other issues. Is that know. an issue you struggle with, Ben? Do you do you, do you second guess yourself? All the yeah, on that? yeah, 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 all because the time. I do. All I the do. time. Yeah. I agree with you, but I second guess myself because I I put myself in a politician's position and uh and I'm such a believer in vaccinations. Like I like I I so much believe that they're the right choice. That it's very tempting for me to say, you should be forced to get it. It's very tempting for me to do that because I believe in them so hard. And 
But at the same time, I so don't trust the government to do the right thing ever that I just like I'm in this like weird limbo where like 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 I just want to like as an individual walk up to people and just kind of fucking just <laughs> you know just fucking yeah. you know what I mean you know like, the B12 you know, I mean? I, I like, like I, you know it's it's like a it's a it's a, it's a weird position like make them have to do it if they it's want hard to believe BBK, in the science and not get schools fucking like draconian and, yeah. and authoritarian about it well what was interesting you say that but the latest the latest write-up of it had it actually covering people who were homeschooled, people that had no interaction with mm-hmm. the larger groups. And that's where I think they were really overstepping. Yeah. But yeah, that that I mean, the i the ideology of freedom over safety, um, vaccination and is, uh, and uh, 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 land management, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, EPA type stuff are the two my my two weakest libertarian stances out there. But you know, I like, would I'm, say I'm, I'm shaky on two. To like, like have all the answers to the know? EPA stuff. Like I would say this, like I, I think it was Mike, maybe even the weird how I was having this discussion with, and he said, well, what about like people, you know, overfishing or something like that? And I'm like, that yeah. should be self-regulated. No. If a town wants no, to overfish can't. and they want no. to die off, then they can die off. <laughs> okay, like, so here's, I mean, some, here's something we disagree on. Then, then. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. That's an example I would disagree on. I think, I think I think international fishing is one of the biggest arguments for a global. No, no, no. I'm not even talking international. I'm talking about for your county or your city. I'm talking about why we have to have fishing permits and all this and the other. Well, Well, I think it does. I think there's reasons for it. Yeah. But I think we should be self. We should be self policing those things, dude. I mean, I mean, it's in our best interest to. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, well, the question just comes down to how much force. Is uh, necessary and lack of a better word, moral or I, ethical. I'm, I think would be, would moral, be moral or ethical. Yeah, that's a good, you know, good word for it, really. Because, because yeah, like a libertarian, libertarian perspective um, is all taxation is the like you would you would you would yeah, hope that what, what fishermen would know, would understand and take it upon themselves to understand that if they overfish, nobody's going to get any fish. Yes, right. But they don't do that. But it, again, though, it's not the idea that like, oh, all taxation is stuff. Therefore, you don't want this, 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 this. Like, no, no well, I want all those to, things. I just want them privatized and efficient. You got to find a threshold where it's hard to say there's a threshold where theft isn't theft, but there apparently there is one. But uh, I'm I'm fairly libertarian about most things. I just feel like there needs to be a degree of protectionism I mean, for domestic. Have you guys uh, are you guys interests. aware of what China China not China not the government of China, but Chinese fishermen individual usually family-owned operations in the South China Sea are doing to the reef there. Have All I know is the Gordon's fishermen. Oh, my God. Guys, no. This is the worst thing going on in ecologically in the world right now. So there are these large mussels, mm-hmm. and they're like the biggest mussels on the planet. Like a gooey duck, sort of? Dude, they're, the, they're giant shells, mm. and they're embedded in the reef. And so what they do is these fucking guys go out on their boat and they get their little breathing hoses and they go down there and they tie a fucking anchor to the reef connected to the boat and they fire up their boat and they break the reef apart with anchors to get these fucking things out. And there is thousands of miles of reef that you don't even have to be a marine biologist. You can just look at it and see it's dead. Mm -hmm. It's just white bones. No fish. Thousands of square miles and they they come down into the Philippines and do it, and the Philippines and China have been fighting about this. There's a lot of tension. They almost went to war in like 
2012 over it. The Great uh, Fish War of 2012. No, the, the Philippines were trying to get the United States to use our military to buffer China right, right. because the Chinese Chinese government doesn't give a fuck about any well, of this. Well, we like they want it. their fishermen to go out. Like it's not the Chinese government doing it, but they want their fishermen out there grabbing these muscles because it helps their economy. Right. They don't yeah. give a fuck. Well, it helps their people not starve you know I mean? for living so, in the so, conditions they live in. Right. So on the, in that kind of international context, like, the United States can run their own EPA and run their their own uh, their own uh, yeah, it but it's meaningless wild, when wildlife, we, we compared to what China's doing, right? Right. Of course. So what what do you do about that? Ever like I mean, there's only oh, somebody's phone. Like, it's not me, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like we, um, we maintain. A I mean, what else are you going to do except for really like Philippines once is get our military yeah, in there and say China stop doing? Maybe we need to use for something. Useful. But we could we could apply that to everything that. across the board. Look at like what do well, our they were picking what, battles right? What do our efforts? What do our efforts domestically as far as uh, combating um, pollution? really have to do compared to what China and India are doing. Yeah. Well, nothing. It's, a it's nothing. Yeah. It, it, it equals nothing. Right. The same could be said about fishing or any, you know, when we apply anything to China, it's not going to matter globally. Yeah. But I, I think more domestically, yeah. but of course, well, you know. I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this though. Like, I mean, if we, we want to rank priority of, of what can kill the most people, the fastest, if we're not careful, China over, overfishing is one of those things. I think it's up there. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. it really can. Like well, we, we really can overfish. Right? Like the sea is huge, but we can, we can. You know. And we know what happens if we dig yeah. too deep, Pacific like, Rim. Like, like if we're not <laughs> careful do. with tuna. <laughs> like, just look at it. Just, just the tuna fish. Mm. If the tuna fish all of a sudden became endangered, that would have. We'd have to start. We'd have to start catching the dolphins in the nets again. Like we're Delicious. talking about entire well areas of of fishing industries that would tank, and people will starve. To, yeah, well, that's very true. People will starve if we can't you know? fish. But to bring it back to coronavirus, I have a friend who goes up to Alaska for the fish season, and they they you know, they harvest all sorts of stuff up there, and they're but, very strict. Yeah, uh, well, they're about talking how about many you can get. Maybe right? shutting down the season entirely if the coronavirus thing is bad enough. Well, how the fuck does two guys fishing in a river affect the coronavirus? <laughs> well. No, this is, these are massive. These All are, five people in Alaska oh, are terrified. About, you're talking about industrial. Uh, industrial. So, uh, yeah, level. Uh, oh, okay. Like, uh, I thought you were talking about two guys were going up there. They got a permit to get a rare fish <laughs> right. or whatever. Well, well as it is, most Sarah of Sarah Palin seasonal. can see the coronavirus from her backyard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she did fucking baby got back in a unicorn outfit on fucking okay. TV show. Okay, here's there. what's crazy about that. So she was on this show called The Masked Singer, where the whole thing is someone has a costume on, you don't know who it is, and they do a bunch of different performances and the judges try and figure out who that person is. Sarah Palin was on this? Listen to me, listen to me, it gets better. So what happened was the night that she got unmasked, you do you do a number after you unmask and she was rapping, I don't know, maybe it was Baby Back, Baby Got Back, something. She's doing a rap performance. No, it was, it was Baby Got during, Back. During her that. performance of Baby Got Back, in this unicorn outfit, it cut to President Trump addressing the nation about coronavirus. <laughs> and then and then the NBA shut down their entire season. And I was like, this is crazy. And then like, Sarah Palin pulls off the mask. I, yeah. I think we're living in a simulation after all. Yeah, no, 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 no. The simulation is broken, my friend. No, it's not. Elon Musk is laughing right it's now. Perfect. The simulation. Jeez Louise. Like, I could not believe. Like if someone sounds like Mad Libs. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. It's yeah, Mad it's, Libs. It's insane. And and they're like it was even crazier because obviously, as everyone knows, I was supposed to go to the ACC tournament, mm. 
in Greensboro, which didn't end up happening. I was in North Carolina. I was staying. Um, my aunt has a place in Blowing Rock. It's beautiful up there. I was staying up there, and then we we're going to drive out of Greensboro to uh, catch the games. And we're sitting there watching, and you know there was all these rumors about like, oh, they're going to do the games, but without any fans, or oh, there's only going to be a certain amount of fans in it, or just family, or whatever. And I'm sitting there just refreshing Twitter like every five seconds. And sure enough, it came down like, nope, it's been canceled. Yep. That's the way of things. Now. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's a, It really is a bummer. Uh, it's like life is going to start all over again for everybody in June or something like that. Like, my spring has been wrecked, Thomas. Yeah, I was supposed to go to the ACC tournament. And then I was supposed to go to Italy. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Go, and watch the new James Bond movie. And know? then watch Black Widow. Tra- travel is an entitlement, Ben. You can go wherever you want. <sighs> I'm not going to Italy now. Although I, I bet that Airbnb is going to be cheaper. <laughs> You're like, you get it. You should get a certain percentage discount for how many old Italians died in the Airbnb before you showed up. You know, oh my gosh, it's going to be like going to Costa Rica or something. It's going to be real. Here, cheap, here's what I'm going to. I wonder how long it's going to take for people to start spinning this whole coronavirus thing into a positive. Like, well, look, with all the people dead. The air's cleaner well, now. The, the Keynesians are already like any money spent is money overpopulation. Is money We're overpopulated. We need no fucking disease. We need all right, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> We're overpopulated. I read an article on fucking FLT.com and it said fucking LibertyEagle.net says Hillary Clinton smells like sulfur because she's the devil. Exactly. By my filters. Exactly. <laughs> Buy my penis pills, super male vitality. What what are you buying? What are you selling? <laughs> I miss man, I wish we had some Alex Jones action for this whole coronavirus thing. Dude, he uh, he, he's, he's doing his show. Fucking. I know, but I'm not gonna search well, it out. I need someone to share it on YouTube it, for me to watch our Facebook. I wish it's I could be like him in it, some it, sense. That's like, too much wish, work. You know, like I almost wish I believed in the things he believed in and was like him just so I could have that adventure. The trans-dimensional yeah, vampires? Is, is, you know, there's a thing that, that I believe. There's a thing, <laughs> you know. Look, there's something about, like. Talk about these bankers. That's, you know who want to be head of the Federal Reserve? Banksters. You got to use the conspiracy. You they call them be a banksters. banksters. Uh, the, who wants to be the head of Federal Are they like teamsters? Only they have money? Gangsters. Oh, gangsters. Gangsters, gangsters, and teamsters. Liberty lingo. Well, bankster into the top. If you really want to sound like a fucking incel, (laughs) fucking use the word bankster. Run amok, right, Thomas? That's right, yeah. You want to sound like an incel, uh, grab an AK 47. Uh, (laughs) No, an AR 15. Have some class. This is America. (laughs) Uh, AK-47 is better. What was I even saying? No, you want to so, sound like an about... incel? Kick down a middle school door. They <laughs> 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 go to town on those little brats. The AK is the only quality product Russia has ever fucking made. Uh, oh, it's, it is definitely quality. They got a lot of nice well, the Bolsheviks. The quali- uh, uh, There's uh, nothing quality about the Bolsheviks. Uh, talk about a successful virus <laughs> <laughs> spreading across the Shit. planet. <laughs> okay. Second most successful product. <laughs> I sit correct. <laughs> Jeez Louise. How many do you, like, you remember when there was, like, all that footage of, like, Osama bin Laden with the AK-47 in the desert, like, shooting at targets, and there was, like, walking around with, like, golf clap behind him, you know? Like, I always imagine that was, like, their their version of the Masters, like, the Taliban version of the Masters. I was, like, all sitting around him. 
Osama Ready, sir. This is his second clap. What happens if you don't clap? Is the question. You're the next hole. This is his second clip and his third virgin wife. So this is completely out of left field, but I was thinking about it the other day. I thought it was interesting. I was looking through, you know, the Facebook's got the fucking flashback timeline or whatever oh, like yeah. what you posted right heartbreak and like i guess the olympics were going on at some point in the past and i was like <laughs> or you were or years. you were really loaded <laughs> you know or i was really loaded, right? and i was like like you know north korea participates in the olympics and um and i i don't think that that should be allowed haven't they tried that before well, yeah, they I don't think like with with. I'm saying getting because certain nations not to. I think they just banned Russia, didn't they? For you know, doping? but that yeah, but that was just for doping. That I mean, was for just like for doping, yeah, human no. rights violations. Right, yeah. But right, like <laughs> if all, like, like if the athletes want to just stay where the Olympics are and not go home because their entire family has been murdered, or that's no, if they get the bronze. No, I'm sorry, let I I fucked that up. No, here's the situation: if their athletes defect and just don't come home, their entire family will be murdered. How does the Olympics allow that to fucking go on? Like, you know, I mean, I don't. People are idiots. I uh, use the example all the time. Like, I mean, where's the like, like the institution? Like, institutions are drawing all kinds of arbitrary, crazy lines. Yes, sanctimonious. This institution is still allowing terrorist sponsors and murderers and countries with concentration camps Mm. participating. Fuck, man. We'll hear this out, though. Here's the example I always love to use because it's just a perfect, like, just a perfect little, like, thing. The NBA was going to not, they moved the NBA All-Star game that was supposed to be in Charlotte a couple years back because Charlotte had the bathroom laws about going into the restrooms that match your driver, the sex, the NBA because of that law? They said that that was a human rights violation. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, oh this right. is the same NBA. Not going because they had that. Su- uh, yes, yeah, because yeah, North Carolina had a bathroom yeah, yeah, yeah. law. And yeah. so I'm like, this is the same I remember that corporation that loves playing games in China. Yeah, fast and forward to the Hong Kong protest. Not even fast forwarding to that. Like, they've had a relationship with China for years and yeah. years and years. And it comes full circle. Yeah. This is litigation culture. Yeah, well. Litigation culture. The There's no dominates. litigation coming out of North Korea. That's true. They're not subject to any litigation from North Korea. There's no yeah. human rights they're council like, that's like, going <laughs> to sue them on the behalf Hold on. of North Korea. Imagine explaining that. Slave. Imagine explaining that to a North Korean and say, oh, by the way, right now, as you sit here, 90 yeah. pounds underweight, <laughs> working away all day at someone else's behest, someone um, is going to sue because they want to use a different bathroom. <laughs> No. Right. <laughs> like imagine explaining them and they're like what's a bathroom I, almost, like, I don't okay. have wood to cook so, dinner yeah. <laughs> fun story I almost took a job and I regret it to this day I almost took a job rescuing North Korean res- refugees from North Korea and I didn't because I, I, I should have because I didn't realize I was going to divorce the woman I was with and that's the only reason I didn't go um, but there's a there's a non-profit organization they're called Link Liberty in North Korea hmm. and what they do they do a number of things but one of the things they do is they smuggle refugees out of North Korea and they have a a system of it's completely voluntary contacts where they smuggle them through China you meet them in China, like this company meets them in China grabs them there's different it's almost like a foster care system 
you know, for refugees, no matter the age, like it doesn't have to be children, but Ugh. it's like a foster You get stuck care, with like a right? 65 year old. You, right. If they can cook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like my job, my job was literally, I would, I would move to uh, like at the time, no longer Hong Kong can do this, but at the time it was Hong Kong. I'd be in Hong Kong. I would receive these, uh, these North Korean refugees. And then I would fly with them to some kind of refugee. And I would sit and I would live with them and help them, fucking do whatever they needed to do because these a lot of these refugees like it's not like it doesn't really matter that i'm helping them get along in say australia or singapore or the philippines even though i'm foreign and i'm having a hard time it's still way better than their spot because where they're coming from they don't know how to read they don't know write like you know they're man if you watch some of the testimonies coming from these people that Link has saved, like, and the, some of the stuff that they go through on the day-to-day and some of the things they've done to just survive and get out, it's, like, it, cognitive dissonance kicks in, even for me. Mm. Even for me as a historian. Like, I, I fucking, I don't even want to believe it. Like, I have to, like, it's I, hard to like, like, there's a, there's a, there's a urge to want them to exaggerate like you want to tell them they're exaggerating like there's no way mm. that you're sitting here in front of me telling me this right now you know like 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 literally like like you know uh, i saw an interview where one guy was talking about how he picked up um little pieces of rice out of the vomit that came out of another individual that dropped dead Ugh. and ate it I've seen, uh, you know what I mean? Like that, that's the level of destitution you're talking about. It's I mean, like some Wuhan stuff. Yeah, right there. Yeah. It's fucking gnarly, bro. Like, I mean, I it's the toilet paper like, out of the toilet. Like, imagine <laughs> getting rescued by North Korea and then they, they make you live the rest of your life in Australia. <laughs> like you're like, Oh gosh, you know, <laughs> this dude, is one third world dude, country to another. Dude, Somalia is better than North Korea. Uh, Somalia yeah, is yeah, better than probably. North Korea. It, 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 it is on any kind of More objective freedom, metric. You can, yeah measure it's like, more fun to say i, I want to go to north korea though and get the dennis Rodman treatment because apparently he had a great this is no, a grand fuck time. that guy <laughs> no, that guy's a fucking speaking of no. nba and, yeah and, hey, uh, i love states, i love dennis Rodman. Full circle from the from the moment he no, married himself <laughs> like fuck come on i wish fucking i wish kim jong-un would have fucking executed him when he was, when he he was might. have you guys seen that where it's like point. it's like oh they you know the person who got coronavirus like they just shot him dead in north korea and like they keep doing it if you have coronavirus they just yeah. shoot you, you dead know, uh, we yeah. mentioned imagine being that world you're gonna go hang out with briefly. a dictator you know, in uh, China, they've been putting these uh, Chinese Muslims in these camps for a while. Oh, yeah. So, uh, do you, you haven't heard much about the uh, coronavirus in those places. Uh, I wonder <laughs> if there's even any treatment or anything going on. It's probably spreading rampant in these yeah. places. And obviously uncounted. I know how to assassinate Kim Jong-un. How's that? You know, Exploding you just cake. you fucking uh, you know hot dog like like I'll, I'll do it right now. I'll do I'll, I'll offer my services right here right now. <laughs> I will offer my services right here right now. We know you're listening, All CIA. Right. The government could just concoct me to be a they can create celebrities people do it all the time you Miley create, Cyrus Britney Spears a celebrity yeah. and I will just talk about how much I love fucking Kim Jong-un and how I could bring him into the fold of of the international stage just like Dennis Rodman did and when you get me within in the room of him I will kill that motherfucker and I don't care if I die done one way mission I'm down like you you make me a celebrity you get me in a room with that man done 
Like I'm your man. You know how <laughs> hard is this? Let me add. How hard? Like if Dennis Rodman could do it, why can't anybody do it? Why can't the I, government do it? I, I imagine that you know, benefits. like we don't have to bomb North Korea. Like if Dennis Rodman can hang out with the dude and have champagne, we can kill that motherfucker. We couldn't kill Fidel. No. The problem is we've exhausted. Fidel is, but Kim, but Fidel wasn't inviting basketball players to his fucking, uh, you know, to his fucking. I don't know. It's just weird when you think about it. It's like we, we, like in one way, you're like, oh my gosh, we have too much power, and then another, it's like you can't kill this one person. (laughs) Like how how inept do you have to be? Well, you know. It well, is. It is more difficult I to assassinate like a, a, a high level than you think. Like, I mean, think about it. Like, like if you just decided today to just kill any person, like it doesn't even have to be a famous guarded person, right? Like, let's say you John wanted, Lennon. <laughs> no, like, like, like let's <laughs> let's say let's say you wanted to kill my brother, right? Yeah. And not get caught. Right. Right. Like, like you'd have to find out where my brother lives. Like, and then you'd have to figure out how you were going to do it. I know what I would do. Like, Delete out all the doubles your brother has. You know what I mean? It's, it's fucking, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's not, you know. And then Slip you, an M80 into a cigar. You know, and then you think about how, how complicated that is. Think about how complicated that is. And then try to do it to a king. Right, yeah. You know, it's like you give you drive me down to Miami, give me a tire and a handgun, I'll be back in a week. But I'm just saying, like, Kim Jong-un has, is a sucker for celebrities, and that's your end. Aren't we all? You need a celebrity that's willing to die is what you need. (laughs) And I'm willing to be that celebrity. Okay, all right, okay. No, hold on. If we have to pick from people who are already celebrities, who are you sending on the one-way trip to kill Kim Jong-un? Go, Nick. Who is it? Can I have just a minute? Hang on. Can it be a politician? No, it has to be Uh, a celebrity. What if it's both? (laughs) Ronald Reagan. Some Bernie Sanders over there. (laughs) Right? No, Bernie Sanders are fucking will defect and live as a North Korean because it's so great. Now you are dead. <laughs> Look, these stores, these stores, they don't have any people in them, but they are stocked and ready to go. Uh, Cardi B. Cardi B. Okay, you'd she'd probably it. fuck it up, but we're assuming that they that it's a non. No, 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 no. This is just sending a lamb to slaughter. <laughs> like, yeah, it's probably no. not gonna work. Cardi B. Yeah, I just. What do you lo- think would be the most no entertaining? So Cardi B is who you'd send. Yeah. All right, Thomas, lay it on us. Who's your one of the Doobie Brothers? Well, let's just bring Randy Quaid back into the <laughs> Okay, he Randy might do it. Quaid. He might be able to do it. First of all, we said celebrity, Dude, so I can't accept that answer. He flew a jet into the alien ship and saved the planet, bro. That's in his He's Twitter high. Man. He would be down for it, for He sure. did save the planet once already. Why, would, why couldn't he save, you know, five million fucking North Koreans? I have to show you guys. I have to show you guys that those videos, they're amazing. <laughs> They're amazing, honestly. He looks like a, a Santa Claus who smoked a little bit too much crack and uh, you know. they got a Twitter. <laughs> look, I, look, I mean, some actors, some actors, you know, they get hired for, they're really good actors that get hired for one role and then they're typecasted. Mm. I don't think that's the case with Randy Quaid. I think Randy Quaid really is an all-American asshole and that's what, and he's typecasted because that's who he is. I'm into that. You know? We have Same a with vote. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is typecasted. We have a vote from chat, uh, Rachel. Nick uh, has said Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. We're just sending all of the. Uh, She's not as bad <laughs> as the black women to slaughter here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And Randy Quaid. No. Vote, we send. Oh, wait, what are, 
No, no, no. What if we're sending them all at once? So it is. It's Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and Randy Quaid's the one that's going to pull the trigger. But what I love about what that. What a crew. You know, what I love about that is that he's obviously the one that will will pull the trigger. Everyone's just hanging out. He's just standing I want this back. to be a video game. <laughs> The where, Randy Quaid you know, simulator. It's squad based, you know? Like one of us has to be Cardi B. Uh oh, Randy they're looking Quaid. at Randy. They're going to notice Randy Quaid's gun. Cardi B, shake your butt. Really loud. Yeah, yeah. Coronavirus! Nicki coronavirus! Minaj. I guess Nicki Minaj would be the butt one, huh? Cardi B would be the loud one. We're talking about coronavirus? No. Oh, God. I got to share it on the Snap Crackle podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Which dude, is the one who there's two. About Grimes? There's two. There's one with a dude playing a piano and matching her, her note tone and doing the Those jazz are always thing, great. Right? And then there's another where they where they impose Trump's face over Cardi B's body. And she's wearing <laughs> this. And, you know, Cardi B is garbage, but I got to say, she's got a nice body. And she's wearing this amazing dress. And and dude, it's Trump's face, and she's like, coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus, dude, just being the loudest, blackest, fucking most obnoxious, fucking thing. You so could that's possibly that's who we live. pair with Randy Quaid. Yeah, I would. The, mo- yeah, who's uh, the whitest, most obnoxious? Yeah, thing you've a ever white, seen. a white, bald, Ebony. fat, alcoholic, obnoxious man with listen, Cardi listen, B. Here we they go. Can, they can fucking do anything. Here they we can go. Do anything. Activate Operation Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Nicki Minaj yeah. and uh, Randy Quaid are who we're sending. Oh man, I feel like Randy Quaid could pull it off. Like he might actually. That might be mission handling. mission accomplished. We, we Randy Quaid, like solid snake over. Randy B. Let's get North the Korea. let's get the giant ships out with the sign, man. Mission accomplished. You know, we sent yeah. Randy Quaid. And in the last battle, they fused together to to create some kind of superhuman. Randy Minaj, like yeah. a, a Obnoxicon, a weapon to surpass. Me like no, they're going to be Obnoxicon. Obnoxicon, the robot of death. <laughs> it's like Dragon Ball Z where they fuse, you know? Yeah. No, or like Power the... Rangers. And they just click together into this big... Yeah, no. See, we could write TV. It's easy. Good. We're going to have to rebuild easy. Hollywood from scratch after this virus kills it all. <laughs> Let's hope. What? Oh, Let's my hope. gosh. No, 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 you no. Know, if the virus could just take out all the pedophiles, yeah. Even be better. Great. Even better. The show, because the thing about the show is like, all right, what's, you know, every week, villain of the week, whatever. No, no, no. We do the opposite. It's hero of the week, where the only consistent is that it is North Korea and Kim Jong-un, yeah. and every week you send a new celebrity to die, and they right. die in different ways trying to kill him every He's single week. like the roadrunner, and everybody else is yes, a the, guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then we get the celebrities to play themselves on the show, because who doesn't want that, right? And the season finale is actually sending someone over with a body cam to kill Kim Jong Un. It's like uh, the Bachelor, but you know you can film the. Will whole you accept thing. this IED? You know, film the whole thing. <laughs> you, know, you can film the whole thing from start to finish, just like Edward Snowden did with the whole fucking thing he did. Like film it, start to finish, like the whole thing. You giving it to the reporters, them typing up the thing, so a whole movie could be made about it afterwards. Uh, or we do a Master Chef thing where all the celebrities are there at the beginning, and it's like. Who's but left? then he sees it coming. Chef yeah. Ramsey. No, we don't air it yeah, before yeah, then, yeah. okay? It's like, you have two minutes. The secret ingredient is C4. Like, oh, oh. Yeah. They're scrambling around. I overcooked it. Boom. People are losing hands and stuff. I would watch have you seen Master Assassin. that Lego Master show? I have. It is fucking terrible. Uh, the editing. I haven't watched reality TV in a while. Yeah, and I caught an episode of this at a friend's house. And it made me want to blow my face off. Uh, it, yeah. It is, it is fucking terrible. I, I don't know what has happened to the America's attention span or, or if that is a product of it or if it's just actively 
driving it to the ground. But it's this entirely vapid, obviously scripted, mm-hmm. and stretched out with so much bullshit filler that it's like Wait, what are you talking about? It's, there's a, there's it's a Lego Masters TV show. So imagine MasterChef, but it's like with Legos. And I oh, actually like that idea. And like on the previews, the they showed them building all this cool idea. stuff. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, this will be cool. But it's, yeah. It's got Will Arnett hosting it. And he, I, like, I usually like it, but he, he oh annoys me in that show. It's, yeah, because yeah. he's a re, he has to be a reality TV ah, guy. He's terrible, not terrible, man. It's terrible. He's not one of the Bluths. No, no. Yeah, he's not playing. A, I guess he's playing a character. Or maybe he's not. And that's just saying something. No, he is. He's playing yeah. someone who needs money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> should do Geico commercials or something. Right, You're like a reasonable person. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I, I, it just it rubbed me the wrong way. All, <laughs> all sorts of ways. And I haven't watched. I don't watch. I don't have cable. I, I normally don't. Who watch. does? Uh, yeah, well, only boomers have cable. Don't normally watch. Tele, like uh, uh, n- network fans. television programming, you know, is because yeah, I get oh. YouTube. YouTube TV is fantastic I've as a sports fan. Watching a shit ton of YouTube lately. Well, oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying YouTube. No, no, no. YouTube TV is a whole separate thing mm-hmm. for like I think it's uh, yeah, forty yeah, yeah. bucks a month. It's monthly. There's no contracts. Uh, you get like seventy it. channels, all the main channels, sports. Like when I had the Super Bowl party here, like I don't have cable, but I just got that for that month, mm-hmm. and then I had the Super Bowl, and so it was great. I love I love YouTube TV. No contracts, no setup, no nothing. You can run it through an app if you have a streaming stick or a console. Nice. Run it through that. They don't. Also, you can't sign up with a discount code. But I love YouTube TV. Okay, just, just not try to put Snap Crackle Pop in there. This is yeah. what happens. Podcast, not pop. Oh, we can get sued for bad. Snap Crackle Pop. Rice Krispies will. Get. <laughs> <laughs> I Rice Krispies. They get a kickback. Rice Krispie Treat cereal is the best cereal ever made, but I can't ever find it. Maybe we should have a popcast. You know, no. So that way we could, we could get the Google search errors. Sure, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? like get a, it close. There was a ton of people that messed it up. There's like Snap Crackle and Pop Culture Podcast, Snap Crackle Pop, and like they do these long things. I'm like, that is ugly it's to like, say. Like, what? Yeah. Snap Crackle Podcast. Like, Snap what are you, idiots? Uh, like, yeah. no, I was surprised it wasn't taken. It's a great show name. Yeah. It really is. I only it's did just, it. It's, it's just generic enough to not turn anybody off, and, and, and it's interesting enough to 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 peak interest. It's a perfect. You did a better. Like what tanked my show is that I chose a fucking. You were overtly racist, where we hide ours. <laughs> right, right. I see yeah. it. I see it. Like like my my, my podcast name immediately niched. And us. what was it? What was the name? Of it? Uh, it started out as Godless Liberty. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. And that was actually it was somewhat like successful. Base with I know it was yeah. successful. That's why you're but here, then, Nick. But then, but then when I when I when I when I dropped my atheist label for myself, I I, I rebranded as a Liberty Laugh Time uh, with Cindy and Z, which was our podcast, and uh, I liked that title better. It just better described what we were doing. But uh, rebranding killed us, dude. Yeah, we never yeah. recovered from rebranding. Don't rebrand your podcast. So if you're atheist, never. stay atheist forever. <laughs> Burn in hell. <laughs> you know, no I mean, this, this, no. you can't change. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's with, no change with no, podcasting. With here. podcasting, you're you're stuck in a real, a real fucking awkward position because the more broad your podcast is, the more competition you have, and the more people are doing it, and the less it uh, is specific. But if you start a podcast, say. If, you, you, if you're a German Shepherd breeder and you start a German Shepherd podcast, you're going to be easier to market. You're going to be successful because like there might only be a thousand people in the whole world that are into German Shepherds like you, but all thousand are going to be subscribed right, to your podcast right, yeah. the minute they look for it. Right. So like there's it's like tough getting into the just conversational talk about right, anything. Because everybody does it. Right. Yeah. 
Well, it's you know just, I mean? it's harder. Like if we just wanted to talk about video games or movies or guns or like one specific thing, you can market that a lot better. Right. You know who to send it to. You know who yeah. to talk to about like, hey, you'd be interested in this. You'd be interested in this. With this, it's like, hey, good luck. Right. right, right. <laughs> so, you know, either yeah. you're, and that's why I've said we're not, you know, that's why I like these more conversational episodes because it really isn't about like, if somebody wants breaking news or interesting guests or people that don't look like their their parents were cousins they they can go to every other podcast on the internet we don't have that we don't have the money we don't have the backing we don't have the time we don't have the talent we don't have the gumption the gene pool we don't have the gene pool thank you thomas and so we don't have any of that so if we try and compete with them on that level we're going to lose every single time that's why literally all joking aside has to be about us it's like either they're going to jive with us they want to hang out with us every week and listen to an episode or not and that's cool i agree it's going to take longer to build an audience but i think once we get right. one it'll so, be it'll be hot and no, heavy it's a great it's a great title choice you know i was trying to play best of both worlds i was trying to make my description somewhat niche but still broad enough where where people might check it out you know what i mean and and it, you know but uh the the problem is is that you know my metaphysics changed like like the thing that like like even when we started godless liberty i didn't i, I didn't talk about like we weren't talking about atheism or being godless like it was like it's just it was like we didn't even discuss it really like i was just i was trying to reach the people that thought like me that might like what i had to say at that time mm. you know but you know that's the thing with ideas they change over time you know yeah thank goodness we all mature. what are your metaphysics right. thomas well um lay it on us i got an instagram with like 50 followers <laughs> that's a triple of the show the you're hired answer I've ever heard to that I'm gonna steal that answer to that question isn't he great? not that he's I'm so asked great. that often he's but so if great. I'm ever asked that though, no that's a great answer yeah. he's fantastic question. I take great pride yeah. in uh, yeah, no, more people are following stuff. me than I follow I feel good <clears throat> about, you know it makes me feel interesting that's great mine are all thirst follows that's like 100% yeah 100% it's a girl I've been talking to on Tinder or something <laughs> it's like oh yeah on Instagram we talk and like we'll go out for a date or something or we won't and then I just forget they're on ben, there. Ben, I gotta be honest with you, man. I look around your place and yeah. you, you, you're a good looking guy and you seem yeah. to have your fucking shit together. I've been telling people this for years. You're, you're obviously not hurting in, in finances, which is, if I may say, one a, a big perk to women. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah I don't, they, they tend to like I don't that. see why you're not married yet. I don't see why some woman doesn't, some, somebody hasn't. See, that's the problem. I was. Fucking. I was married. That's oh, you the have issue. been married. Yes. Okay. All right. That's the issue with everything you've just said. Okay. Well, then. Okay. And you think I'm good looking now? You should have well, seen me well. before I was divorced. <laughs> well, no, I know if you shave that beard, you got to. Yeah. No, no, I see the hair. Like, it's just the beard that makes you look fucking weird. Same with As me. my grandmother says. Like, um, you're putting Varg to the shame with that beard. When I, 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 uh, I go over to my grandparents' house, my grandmother, every time she sees me, says, Buddy, you look like a vagrant. <laughs> My grandma's Greek, and she's like, "When are you gonna shave that beard?" Like, <laughs> yeah, like it, you know, you look like a hobo. You I look thought like the Greeks. Hobo. I thought the Greeks loved hair. Is that just on the back? It's just on the back. Just on the back. Shave your beard. It's taking over your back hair. So really, that's your answer. The Instagram answer is your answer on metaphysics, Thomas. I assume the metaphysics was uh, something in that context right uh, no your theory of reality oh, man. oh like sure. do what, you think what we're is talking this, about this what i bet this? you've had some lsd experiences oh, okay, so haven't what, you so what do you think this is what, that we're doing what here? happened a human like race rose to ascension and created a uh, a post-physical uh uh 
basically a database for themselves, and they uploaded you know the entire racial consciousness into it. But then they got bored, so they decided to create man again, so they could have some fun in the physical Who's realm. Who's they? Uh, Who, it, it, who did our, this? our predecessors, you know, uh, the people that he's the, like the Teletubbies, the, the, the precursors <laughs> who created the simulation that we're all living in. Okay, yeah, so uh, you're a you're a you're a follower of simulation theory. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just bullshit. Oh, yeah. oh uh, well, tell this the answer then. <laughs> well, uh, well, I tell the like, jokes around like, here. What is my string theory? Yeah. No, you're uh, doing his job. Yeah. Like, how do I tie you're all supposed this to tell together? you what you really feel. I mean, if you guys start being funny, there's no reason for me to even be here. Like, like you're supposed to say what you seriously believe, and then he's supposed to fucking antagonize you. Oh. And then I go, of it. Serious, serious belief. <laughs> it's what I used man. to do on my podcast. Now I know what my fucking I, my my co-host went through. Is it hell? I, I know <laughs> it is. Get that serious, it man. is. I, I tend to not. No, I didn't know. You I, got me with life. the Dawkins I like thing. I like asking people who I think have had experiences with drugs what sure. they think about things because I think some people have had some very interesting experiences and you strike me as someone who has probably had some interesting experiences I, mean, I, I know if I that have, shaped it at all but uh, it's weird that you went there when we're L- talking LSD about LSD in particular matters. is not like that uh, LSD is it's like a supercharging of the senses we already have for the most part and it can, so like your daredevil yeah well basically but it also ties like one Ooh, sense to the other that's a some, dangerous statement you just made with me well, uh, I don't I, disagree but ooh you're getting close to and I've had like senses crossover and one sense tied to the other and stuff like that but I've never like had I've done fucking a, epiphanies I've done taste sound I've done I've done more what's it taste like it's like golden corral I've done more LSD than most people have seen it's I mean, my favorite drug bit, yeah. I still do it as regularly as I can so how fan. is it shaped how you see the world it's definitely affected yeah so in what way lay it on us that's he's like I can it's eyes leading into eyes it's too complicated but uh, I'll say this though I don't really I don't like when we're talking about psychedelics hallucinogens psychosyllabin Mm -hmm. things like that I don't even consider them like when people say the word drugs they're in a in a totally different category to me that I, I don't recognize them with all the connotation that comes with the word drug. Yeah. I've never known somebody who used LSD to no, you giggle. detriment in their no, life. No, I'm, I'm laughing because Lane oh, jumped okay. in the comments and he said, wow, I missed the drug experimentation episode. Yeah. No, I've talked to Lane. Lane, 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 like, like, and I believe Lane too, like, because a lot of people exaggerate how much hallucinogens they've done. I, Lane I is many things. He's I, I, not an exaggeration. Yeah, no, I believe I believe Lane Lane has a lot of the same He's uh, like a fucking experiences as me. All about shit. Yeah, no, I. If like, now we could only turn him into a barber as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. My gosh, no, that I, mohawk mullet thing I he's got going on. Tell you what, what, what I, 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 I also recommend it to most people that I encounter, and hmm. I I encourage people to do LSD myself. Here's what I find interesting about it, though, I and really I think do. the reason I always tie it into a spiritual thing, which might it not be is, correct either. It is. It's absolutely correct. But I think like I've I've had discussions. And with if you people. ever wanted to try it, I, I encourage you to come to me, and I'll t- I'll treat you well. Yeah. Actually, there you ever seen Altered States? Hmm? You ever seen Altered States? Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, speaking of the spiritual, physical crossover realm. Yeah. No, uh, I've got a lot of ideas. But a lot what's of the stuff? What's the stuff that they grind up and they make you drink it out in the jungle? Uh, Ayahuasca. Yeah. 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 It's, so it's DMT, basically. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I know it's all different stuff and I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think it's interesting that I've spoken with people that would never consider taking anything like what you guys were discussing. But if I mention that. It's, they're more open to something like that, yes, and they should be. Yes, and they I, think be. Yeah. I think That's it's the religious. I think it's the religious aspect. Yes. And I, I no, uh, like, like, look, look. I, I totally respect people that are like. I have a friend of mine who went down the wrong path in drugs, 
and he's now he's like four years sober, very serious about it, right? But even to him, and he never did any psychedelics, even to him, and normally, like, I would never be a person to say, oh, you're an alcoholic? You don't want to try one beer? Right. Like, no, I would <laughs> never do that. But for me, LSD is a different thing. Like, and, and, if, and, if, and if you, if, like, I like to use this, don't read into it too much, but if you want to touch God, I, I can help. Like, and I, 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 and it's, and it's, and I, my, I'm a conduit. In my, in my experience. <laughs> Mission control. I, I, I agree somewhat. I tend to say that I've got really good credentials and, and background with ha- providing good experiences. Like, it's always a positive experience. Like, like even the ones that, that, that in comparison I view as an, as a more, not as positive experience. It's always a positive experience. Yeah, I've had like my worst trip is this my stomach getting like, upset. Like I've I've or, had bad trips. Your stomach will get upset. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a normal yeah, side effect. Yeah. Like you're gonna fart and you're gonna poop. <laughs> okay, like, maybe, it's gonna you happen. really know how to sell this. Usually Nick, that comes know? after. Like my you stomach know? shuts down for the eight to twelve hours yeah. or whatever, and then it, like when the, when shit starts moving again, yeah. literally like you know <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing you're coming out. It's of. kind of like being in love. It's like you, you can't possibly describe it to somebody unless they've done it. You know, which, you know, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, and here's the thing about LSD is you can't really get addicted to it. You can really like it and want to do it all the time. Mm. But, but even if you had, even if I had a badge LSD, I couldn't do it. I couldn't actually experience it more than once a week because literally like, like if you do it one night and then you wake up the next day and you try to do it again, it's not going to happen. It won't work. And in order to get it to work, you're going to have to triple the dose. And even then it'll still be really weak. You cannot you cannot get strung out on LSD. Like your, your first trip will be really long. It'll, you know, your first one, if you have really good stuff, it'll be about 12 hours, about a 12 hour high. But after the first two or three, we're looking at six, seven hours. Mm. And if you try to do it again in a short amount of time, it flat out, you will waste it. You will waste the drug. It will not work. It won't do anything. So then what are some of the experiences that you guys have had? Uh, well, uh- it's like the experiences I remember the most is the shit that happened while on it that wasn't really related to the drug. Mm. Uh, I've always got the story I bring up, which uh, uh, if people know me, they've probably heard it. But I've uh, <laughs> I had this experience with uh, this guy, a, a domestic battery issue going down on my uncle's yard next door to where I live. Like I was tripping on acid, and about one a.m., a, a woman started screaming for her fucking life, and so and. I, I like so the adrenaline and heat of the moment is more powerful than at least one to two hits of acid. Just push it right out of your mind, and, and uh, so I ran out there with a fucking gun, and uh, and, and it, long story short, ended up filing a police report on acid. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's your that's your that's and, your trip, and that's like of all like because I feel sometimes when I'm tripping, I feel compelled to like give people a disclaimer, you know, like hey, by the way, I'm tripping on acid like if I'm acting really fucking weird or anything so you get that compulsion to be just flat out honest with people but also in front of cops <laughs> and then don't like don't do that in front of them no, no. <laughs> but then like when things that when that's the, a trip that'll last more than 12 hours when the adrenaline was yeah, it's not gonna be fun. flushing out of my system the, the acid came back and you know they were sitting there as high with their lights on and shit and <laughs> oh my god it, it was fun faking it you know like the whole like having to discharge a firearm and and protect a woman getting beaten by her baby daddy um, who then went and threatened to kill her other four kids at home but uh, you know it's a whole fucking thing yeah. but it, that, that aside like 
I remember that less distinctly than the whole aftermath of having to do that bureaucratic paperwork on acid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the red tape. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jeez. like, it just it's because uh, at best, life, acid makes mundane interesting. You know, it. it you take it in your daily at life. At the least. Yeah, yeah. That's the least thing it does. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, and, and that is also the most profound aspect yeah, of it. That's what people are that's doing. That's what it, it for, is at its know? base. At its basis is that it will remove, like, uh, the, the, you know, fucking. Water in a glass on a countertop. You know, the doors. Like, they, they got their name from the book, The Doors of Perception. Mm. The, the, the theory of the doors of perception, which is I think literary? is a good theory. I don't think it's necessarily correct, but it's a good theory. It's a good description of the experience is that it, like, it's almost as though when we're sober or everyday people not on psychedelics, like we, like our brain has a filter to where when I look at this beer can and I've seen this beer can so many times that my brain just automatically recognizes it mm-hmm. as a Miller Lite beer can. And it's, uh, you know, pretty boring, pretty mundane. It's an everyday object, nothing very special about it. And the doors of perception, what it describes the feeling of, of LSD is that that filter is removed to where all of a sudden I look at this beer can and it's almost like I'm a three-year-old who's seeing the first beer can I've ever seen in my it, life. It's a very childlike uh, you know, state it, of mind it, sometimes. It, it is. It's, it's yeah. almost like you could describe like that's what a toddler sees the world, seeing the world for the first time is like. It's, it's almost like looking at the world for the first time and feeling, okay, so this is metaphysical. But it's almost like you are feeling what it's like to exist for the first time. And that's a profound feeling to have. And I um, read that on the side of an energy drink once. <laughs> that's, you know, Red it's, 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 it's one of those things that's impossible to describe. I recommend it, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to give the fall, wrong impression. Like, it's still a very powerful drug and you have to treat it with respect and you have to do it responsibly. And if you don't, it, it's... It's gonna. It's you're gonna have a really bad time. Yeah, don't drop uh, and drive. You know, it's, <laughs> don't don't drop. Don't drop if you're going through if you're in any kind of emotional trauma. I did that. With don't drop if you have any intense. Don't ever drop acid if you have any intense sinus pressure or if you're in any kind of chronic pain because mm-hmm. it's going to magnify that. It's going to and, and yeah. it's going to slow time down. Uh, it is and an awareness gonna of feel, the senses. You're going to feel way. more pain yeah. and time is going to slow if you do it in pain. Do not do that. You know, you want to be comfortable. You want to be around friends. Like, if you're feeling good, you're having a good time, and you're around people you love, drop some acid, and you're going to have a great oh, time. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the you're best times time. I've had recently was dropping and watching bad B movies. Uh, Dude. Uh, oh, I say bad, but I mean awesome That's, B movies. Yeah. Uh, Andy Sadar's movie, yeah. uh, Hard Ticket mm-hmm. to Hawaii, uh, Titsal action movies. Right. Uh, literally Titsal yeah. action movies. And yeah. I like I swear this acid trip converted me t- from an ass man to a tip man just by watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. I don't do that. No, I, I do that with music to people. You know, like when I when I bring especially a newcomer, like I do it to girlfriends a lot, like you know, because that's how I that's how I convert them and ruin their music taste forever. Cause then I fucking disappoint them and they break up with me and then they can't listen to music anymore. <laughs> um, it's a good little game I play. And people you know, think the coronavirus is you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I have a system. I have a system. You know, when I bring a newcomer in, like like what I do is uh, I'll bring them over. You know, you know, we'll fucking hang out, talk a little while. They get comfortable, then we'll drop, and then like usually I have an idea of what they like and what they're into, and then because of my vast library of music, like we'll listen to two or three albums, and that'll just it just the it changes their life, mm. and then. And then once, and then once I can't top the whatever the last album is, then we switch to movies, 
you know, and we'll sit there and watch fucking, you know, deep movies. And it's just, it's always a great experience. Like I, like I've done it. I've probably tripped at least 120, 150 times. And uh, probably about twice. Like there's I've only done. been one or two that I could describe where, where like, like I would, I, like I wouldn't have done it, done that. And it was always my fault. And I should have known better before doing it every time. Yeah, it was me being greedy. Uh, you know, I was like, ah, I'll be all right. You know, and then I and then you weren't. Like, you know. it's, it's not alcohol. It won't. And then won't I had cheer a bad you time. Up, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it won't. My <laughs> worst experience is I had an anxiety attack mm. while fucking balling one time, and it was my fault, and I should have known better. I because I'm not good with uh, medical stuff, like in a hospital, mm. like medical procedures, and I fucking I was tripping balls, and I put on that movie Repo Men. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with the, the yeah. Repo the, Man? Uh, it's like Ray a dystopian Glace, nightmare. No, not Ray, um, You're trying to it's say Jude, it's uh, got it's got Jude Law and he's talking about the musical. The he's guy. talking about the musical. You're talking about the one. No, I'm not. I'm talking about the sci-fi. Talking about Re- Repo Man is what I'm Re- thinking. No, of. I'm talking about uh, Repo Man. It's a science fiction dystopian movie. Yeah, I, I've, I've oh, heard this one. With Jude Law. All right, and, yeah. And no, who's I've that black guy that. with the lazy eye? You're talking about the one with the guy who's the coach of the Mighty Ducks. No, who's Charlie Sheen's brother? Yes, that's the coach of it. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's good so one. good. Yeah. Oh, is it another movie with the same name? I, I think it's called Repo Man. You, oh, you yeah. have to watch this movie. Oh, never seen it. Repo Man is amazing. Yeah, I'm it's telling like you, after hours, dude, so Repo Man. It's like it's like in the future, and they've got amazing. Uh, uh, replaceable organs, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, but they're so expensive, they lease it to you, and like you're on your deathbed, and the salesman comes in, and like if you don't buy a product, you're gonna die. So of course they do. But here's the thing: you fall behind on your payments. These fucking guys come over <laughs> and they fucking take your organs instead back. of your Toyota Corolla Bro, that you're behind right. on. It's your and heart. The, the plot of the movie is one of these repo men that are fucking taking organs out of people. Fucking gets into an accident and then. Uh, a part gets put in and then he dude and it's so gross bro it's such a gross like there's so much blood and gore and like and it like I've watched bloody gore like I'll watch horror movies tripping balls like I'm I'm that used to it where I can I would never do that to a first timer but for me I can sit there I'll have a blast but this one dude it was just like the whole medical, yeah, like, uh, like I started thinking about like my organs and I just, <laughs> and I started like, and I'm sitting there watching the movie and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. And my, like, dude, my wife's sleeping, like, and I'm just like, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm a, I'm about to pass out. And I fucking, I try to pause the movie. I, I like hit the controller off. I fucking walked up, dude, I'm tripping balls and I just like fall on the ground. I have this big anxiety attack. I yeah no that yeah, wasn't man. fun no like it, it 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 like if you're not care like i don't recommend just anybody just ask anybody for asking and just go home and do it anytime don't do that i've bought it like, from but, random people on the sidewalk who what who, who walk past me oh, I, I, get ripped, I, I was getting ripped off i've had some way. good stuff for this way I, yeah? I, I stand in front of a house are downtown. you not worried about what it might be I, I no mean, not not that not that way I not mean, not on paper if, if anything no. it's a paper with nothing on it yeah you know it, uh, either you get gotcha. paper with nothing on it or you get, you or get or something you get yeah, but oh, yeah. this guy walked past no. me and my buddy. And There's no like, drug that's gonna hurt you from licking a piece of paper. He like double took. He like looked back and it's like came back just like, hey, you guys like acid? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does the pope shit in the woods? Like, does the pope shit in the woods? He was taking a big chance, and then I took a big chance because you know I felt like he. You know, like, you know we're best friends. <laughs> it's a good no. time. So, 
one time, uh, Tool and Pri- Primus is my favorite band I of love, all time. Yeah, I love Primus. Primus is my favorite band of all time. Les, I named my child after Les Claypool. His name's Les? Les- her name is Les. Uh, her name. Oh, I, would no. never, oh. I would never name a male Leslie. Um, <laughs> uh, I know. You know it gave me an Leslie. excuse. He's I was so happy. Like, it was the only good thing about having a daughter when I found out about it. It's like, fuck, I can name her Leslie. Fuck yeah. Um, so, anyway. Tool in Primus was playing at the UCF place there, and show. I tried to fucking buy the tickets, and I called it like the hotline. Like it was like two seconds after they went on sale, and it, I got locked out. Right, Fuck, so I'm fucking complaining about. And my stepbrother managed to find one ticket for me to buy it for me for Christmas, and at this time, like I was, we were really struggling hard for cash. I had no money at all. I had like I had forty dollars in my pocket, and I was going to go to this show. And I showed up at the show, and I'm standing outside, and I hear. Primus playing and I'm still like a half a mile back in the line to get in and the band that I'm there to see like I love Tool too but I'm really there to see Primus and I'm just not going to get in and this guy walks by and offers me acid and I got $40 in my pocket and I'm like and I'm like and I'm by myself I'm the only one with a ticket seeing a show by yourself sucks my band's playing this place is so fucking crowded. I'm not digging any of this. So I'm like, fuck yeah, give me some of that. <laughs> yes. So I fucking, I gave him my last $40. He gave me fucking like, like, you know, he sprinkled some into my hand. I'm like, fucking, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucking, I sold my ticket, drove home as fast as I could. And that shit was fake. That motherfucker. Oh, no. Dude, and it's not the first time that's happened, dude. Fake acid is so yeah. easy to get away with. I, I've never been burned Because it's that easy way. to make it look real and just, you just okay, get people. Just take a sheet of blotter paper and just yeah. rip it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you need. It's fucking, I, I'm but really upset. I, I, I'm surprised at the quality of acid I've gotten from random people who've propositioned me with that shit. Like, Today it's better than it used to be. Today yeah. it's more. Um, I hear they can't make it like they used to. They lost the, the fucking formula or whatever. Well, <laughs> Like the hippie acid, a, this doesn't exist okay, from what So I there's a couple different, there's like three different ways to make it. The hippies the, lost. The, the old school way, uh, the way that Timothy Leary was making it back in the 60s, the way the hippies used to do it, mm. it took a particular kind of fungus that only comes out of Eastern Europe. And now all the world governments watch that shit like fucking mm. hawks, dude. Sure. You can't, you can't get that. So now it's much more, uh, lack of a better word, pharmaceutical, which is why you don't get the long trips like... Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, they were still making LSD with that fungus, dude. And you'll get 16, 18 hour Ew, fucking. Man. Yeah, dude. Now. What? <laughs> you don't now, want 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, it would take like two, sometimes two, two and a half hours to even kick in. Yeah. Now, now most of the stuff I get, you, you put that stuff on your tongue in 30 minutes, it's going to hit you hard. Mm. And then in six hours, it's going to be done. And that's and that's practical. I like that. I like I like the fact that if I have stuff to do tomorrow, like even just going to the grocery store, like before, like if you had anything to do in fucking three days, you can't fucking do this. <laughs> now, now, now you can now you can do it, and and it's fucking. I, I'm it's real. Nice. I'm real it's done nice. with it though. I and, take it at like twelve or two or four a.m. Yeah. <laughs> depending on what I'm doing. Oh jeez. And here's another thing <laughs> about LSD that makes it special and apart from all other drugs is it's the only drug I've ever done that you can do a serious fucking dose of and not only will you like and instead of waking up like shit you will wake up most of the time feeling like hundred million dollars you will wake up in the best mood colors will be brighter you're in a good mood <laughs> your claritin clear claritin motherfucking yes dude like you will wake up you're in a good mood you'll clean your house you'll go fucking wow. dude you'll go walk your dog everything's great 
sometimes. And you're not high. Like, you're not tripping. But you just, you feel good. Like, you feel like you've gotten a Thomas is too laid back for all that stuff. It's almost like, it's almost like God came up to you and just breathed in your mouth for just a day. And it just, you just feel good. I'm telling you, telling you, it'll change your life. It'll change, it changed me for the better. I used to be a nihilist. You know, it yeah. wasn't the only thing that changed me, but it helped. Well, I mean, you got a kid. It's hard to be a nihilist if you have a child, I imagine. It know? is. Yeah, yeah. Because things that's matter a, at that that's point. That's a very yeah. deep observation, Tommy. I like you even more now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the way I think about it. You have things. kids? No, I mean, I, I would ideally. And you like, don't have kids, and you know that? I like yeah. you even more. Okay. Tommy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jesus. most people are just kind of ignorant yeah. of the. Like, people yeah. often question yeah. the meaning of reality, the meaning of life, the meaning of everything. Oh, we're fucking animals. We're here yeah. to procreate, no. and that's what that's kind of no. what's important. Wait that's why sex feels no. so good. Yeah, uh, wait, wait till your sperm walks up to you and hugs you and tells you how much he loves you, dude. Now that's, that a, now, that's a bad trip. <laughs> wait till that happens. No, it's not a bad trip at all. It's the most wonderful trip I've ever experienced in my life, yeah, uh, including I mean, that's, jumping that's out of an airplane. The fucking meaning of life. I heard that. You know? I, I do want That's on my bucket list to jump out of a uh, Don't keep it on your bucket list. Just go do it. Just go do it. Just wake up one day and just go do it. Yeah. And, and, and do some acid and then go <laughs> parachuting. Oh, I would do that. Uh, I, I would do that. The problem is, is fucking dealing with all the people you got to talk to getting on the plane. And, yeah. You know, but I mean, yeah. they'll strap you to some guy that knows what he's doing. It's not like you have to know what you know, you're doing. No, a DMT would be probably better. Like if you could get uh, a DMT that like you didn't have to smoke that like just before you jump out of the plane. Yeah. They got those oh, yeah. DMT vape pens. Oh, yeah. I've never, never even seen such thing, oh, yeah. but I hear they're, here they're around. I hear they're around. I've it's heard, like I don't have I've one in case the cops are. No, I wouldn't. Want other like I don't. Like, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't like DMT much. Like uh, there's a lot of people. It that, smells that, that love fucking it. terrible. I don't I, like you can't it much. Do it in the comfort of your own home. It reminds me of salvia yeah, too smells, much. Uh, that uh, they kind of nixed that before I had an opportunity to do it. Oh uh, yeah, no, you you didn't miss on anything. Uh, I've heard it's just chaotic. Yeah. It's it's bad. Uh, salvia is bad. Like my okay, so my experience with salvia. It was just when it first came out, you know, and me, I'm fucking like 19 and I'm, I'm ready to do any drug put in front of me at any time. <laughs> I'm ready. Like that was my attitude. Like, let's, let's do this. I want to experience all of this. And I went to the fucking head shop and I was buying a bong and I hadn't even heard of it. And like some guy told me about it. I'm like, all right, so what do you got for this salvia? And he's like, all right. And this fucking salesman guy, you know, the guys at the head shop, they come out, they fucking put him down. He's like, all right, I got the 50X. Or I got the 20X, I got the 60X, I got the 100X, and then I got the 160X. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Right? And I'm like... He's got the skull and crossbones well, next I'll just, to it. I'll take the 160X, Obviously, right? And he's like, yeah. hell yeah, you will, right? And they, dude, they sold me a gram of it. A gram. Like, those of you that don't do drugs, gram is not very much of anything. <laughs> okay? It's like, a, it's like a little tiny bit. And I fucking took that shit home. Man... Bro, I've done a lot of hallucinogens, a lot of psychedelics. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. I and and it's it, and, and I I did it. Me and my friends, fucking the tiniest little sprinkle, blasting it. We are after we like I did it twice. Uh, like most of my friends only did it once, and then after that we we're just like, nah, I'm good. Like let's just smoke some. Like dude, like you get a group of my friends together and they're like, nah, I'm good. Like, dude, I, I gave the rest of it away. Like, yeah. honestly, Jeez. it's The, the people it's selling harsh. spice back then or the people who were selling, uh, not spice, uh, salvia back then, or people selling spice a few years ago yeah. and then selling whatever replaced spice over and over yeah. again. Like, they're not really no, caring you, about You drop things. into another dimension of chaotic fucking hallucinations that, and it only lasts like five minutes, 
But that five minutes is fucking. It's so harsh that it's it's not even cool. It's not it's not fun. It's not spiritual. There's nothing. It's just Jeez. it's like 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 it's like huffing paint. Like like it's it's the kind of high I would assume well, would come from huffing. I paint. hear that's a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's one I've never done. That's, well, if you get the Sherman Williams, yeah, uh, Benjamin, their new Ford HD, their new HD color collection yeah, smells like great. Krylon, no, yeah. Sal- Salvia, Salvia is fucking. That's no good. Well. That's, that's no good, but tell us what is good, Nick. What are you up to this week? Oh, I don't know. I've been just playing a lot of video games. Sitting at home. I got that new Modern Warfare. Yeah, Warzone. Warzone, I've been playing that. It's fantastic. Oh, it's nice. it's okay. It's it's a good it's got a lot it's got all the Still foundations. It uh, needs it needs some tweaking. It needs some tweaking. Dude, uh it, <laughs> Warzone is cross platform. <laughs> PlayStation, PC, and Xbox plays together on the same servers. Oh, right, yeah, it's true. But can so, you can you add people yep. friend list and yes. all that stuff? Yeah, you have to you have to make an Activision account for that and you can okay, make your little okay. name and then you can search people with that name nice. and, and you can party up right cross platform. Like it's it needs a lot of tweaking. There's there's things about it that drive me nuts, but it's solid. I'm glad solid. they're doing cross platform in general. I still like Apex yeah. Legends better. Apex Legends is still battle royale, but this has a lot of potential. Like they could do things this I think I like old school Call of Duty game modes you know uh, even yeah. the small tiny free for all maps and stuff yeah see I yeah, know I hated it that's fun uh, yeah no, but, <laughs> you know, you know, Call of Duty. so it's just video you know. games and self quarantining basically mm-hmm. social distancing social distancing please Thomas what are you up to uh, the fucking work uh, I gotta <laughs> teach a bunch of old people how to use uh, zoom which is essentially Skype uh, so they can work remotely and they Get paid three figures, but it's not enough to learn how to use a piece of software on their own. So I gotta show, them how, to, show them how to do that, and uh, it's it's a bunch of uh, I guess the word is boomers. They would <laughs> they would be at risk for the coronavirus. So obviously gotcha. they're gonna be telecommunicating. So I gotta deal with that shit all week, and then uh, still working on that, teaching myself Java to try to get that that project done. Oh yeah, kind of slowed down. I made progress though. Nice. Uh, it feels good every time you get a little little. Uh, thing working on it the the bigger picture gets a little more feasible uh so more of that and uh that's about it what about yourself all right just uh just crying every day about how coronavirus has wrecked my spring yeah yep. no yeah dude i feel for you dude that italy dude like are you guys do you think that it's uh likely that you guys will be able to reschedule the italy yeah trip, yeah yeah for like sure yeah time? we'll for sure go and oh, i mean okay. the rates will be much cheaper so yeah man it'll be even better no, to go i feel so bad for you because i look forward to going to italy so much like it's like my number one spot i say it every episode like i just no it kills me man like i want it like like before i die i want to go see the sistine chapel it's at the top, absolute top of my yeah. list and I just I feel for you, man. Well, you better hurry before a children of men scenario happens, and then uh, <laughs> some people are raiding all the art for private collections. They're just gonna take it all. They can't take the buildings, yeah, so well, it'll they, be fine. It's more to me. Surprised. To me, it's more about the architecture <laughs> in Italy. I'll be fine with that. Man, can, there's, there's some amazing. There's so stuff. much to do. I like think, like if you don't have a month, you really can't see all yeah, that's worth seeing. Yeah, we were gonna. I was gonna that's be there for three three or four weeks. So oh, that's nice. a lot. Yeah, you no, that's that's got wild. Coronavirus. No, yeah. <laughs> like, like I was oh, we hoping I could afford like a week. He's like, we oh, we're gonna, gonna start. Like, month. Okay, Fuck I've you, been bitch. I've been very blessed. I've been Fuck very you, blessed. Man. My family is like, very I'm like, blessed. Like, like I'm going through like all the sites. I'm like, all right, I might be able to do that. I we were going to start, and and so my no, I'm not one of those. My sister lived in Italy for a couple of years back in the day. Her husband and her mother-in-law are actually from Italy, or her mother-in-law is. So I mean, technically, he is too. So you have family living there now. 
she does that she's married into so we were gonna like meet up with them in northern italy and then work our way down to southern italy and then leave i think that was the idea so we were gonna rent like a house or something and then some cars and then just go from there that's always cool i got like fucking 45 cousins in greece i could go stay with anytime nice i I, I hear they need help on the border right now they do (laughs) it's fucking crazy man no they're fucked they're they're not gonna be able to hold back that tide that's unbelievable all this shit going on a third of uh, a third of greece's population is now marching towards their border that's, that's <laughs> yeah, interesting. There's 11 yeah, million like, people in Greece. Unprecedented, and 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 Turkey just released four million people. Yeah, there there was so a whole math. group of people. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and there's only two places to cross on foot, and that's Bulgaria and Greece. And Bulgarians are cooperating, uh, which is you know good on Co-op, them. What does cooperating mean? Uh, well, they from what I had read, they had uh, opened up a dam. To, the the widen a river to flood them out yeah, to, to, to try to like make it harder to cross that certain oh, okay spots. so that's what you mean by cooperating yeah too like, that'd not, be like not if in Miami with the immigrants no like, what, with, with the with like the you're Greeks. gonna be cooperating with one side with or the, the other Greeks, right? I mean the, the whole trying to include Turkey in the EU imagine this, if the they Shenzhen, just added large uh, fans up the wrong tree in my opinion what if what if they just added large fans on the beaches of Miami <laughs> like <they're just> <laughs> blowing people back <laughs> like that's cooperating. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Exactly. Well, they're they're trying to the thing get Poseidon in on the action. But I don't know. Like those big orange Home Depot vans, they just line them up on the beach. People are trying to paddle into it. It's like a it's like an infinity pool. They just keep paddling, but they're not moving. Like, jeez. Oh! Uh, All right. Well, for Nick, for Thomas, I'm Ben, and this has been. Another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. Make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, Twitch, Mixer, Twitter. I got a piece of Our official website, the restroom, <laughs> all sorts of places. And uh, make Glory sure. holes everywhere. Yes. And make sure, you know, we, you, you can, you can, you know, rent out our, our talents, uh, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, whatever you want. We will show up and we will do it. Great rates. Go over to the snapcracklepodcast.com. That is the snapcracklepodcast.com we will see you guys later